Hey everyone, it is time for the Comic Vine Podcast. It is the week of August 19th, 2011. I'm Tony Guerrero. With me is Mr. Norman Chan. Hello. Tested.com. Comic reader. And also, Corey, the former intern. What up, y'all? Staff writer. Yeah, staff writer. I like the sound of that. And that is it. <laughs> Sarah is out today. So it is just us. What? Manly podcast. Manly yeah. podcast. That's Talk why I'm using. Don't, uh, Burns. <laughs> no, we're not talking about Parker yet. No, actually, um, <laughs> speaking of manly stuff, I had to um, get a, a physical yesterday. Oh my! And um, my the doc, my doctor stuff. is like this young female doctor. Uh oh. So I'm Uh-oh. like, I'm like, man. Can, can you choose not to? I've well, seen I'll, that movie. Doctor? <laughs> well, okay. So I, I, I this is the first time I go to, my, to this doctor, and the doctor is, is a dude, the main dude. He, supposedly he's never there because my my wife, she's like, I've never seen him. I've heard him in the other room, but I've never seen him. And um, she's always see a nurse practitioner who's not there. So I. I got someone. Else. I don't even. I don't even know who she is, but I, I, I don't, I'm not even sure she's a doctor. <laughs> but, but she's there. So then I'm like, I got to get a physical and everything. And I was like, in today's technology, it's like, do you still have to turn your head and cough? There's no other way to check for a hernia. And really? No, I'm, I'm wondering. Do, do is there? I, I don't know. I've, I've never had a full physical. I think. I think yeah, uh, they they can press on your them. abdomen. Like if they, they kind of yeah. something's wrong. Well, like, any, uh, the, the thing is, I I didn't have to turn my head and cough this week. But oh. I was like, that's gonna be a little. Can you just do like an MRI thing? Like, yeah, it's a bit expensive. Expensive. <laughs> MRIs are freaking expensive. <laughs> oh, let me just go physical and get this six hundred dollar procedure touched. after. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. No, I mean, like they only—I think they only check for it now if you think something's wrong. Cause yeah, that's what I was as far thinking. as I can tell, if you have a hernia, you kind of suspect. I always <laughs> wondered that too. It's like uh, I got some pain here. Yeah. Ow! What's that sticking out of me? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I it never feels like my guts have been torn to shreds. I think something may be wrong. Because the last time I got a physical must have been like five to ten years ago. Yeah, I'm uninsured, <laughs> I mean, so physicals aren't it was, really. It was a definitely with while well, I was teaching my old insurance, and I had to do the turn and cough. But <laughs> is that like, what that's checking for? I never I'm actually a, I, knew. I guess so, isn't it? I'm not a doctor. I thought it was like checking for testicular cancer or something. Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I know I, I, because if they check that, then they got to do more. I guess more um, fondling. I yeah, guess. I guess. I have a friend who's a nurse, so when like whenever I feel like something's wrong, I just call her up, and I'm sure she fucking loves that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, I, explicit I think I got a Korea. <laughs> hey, let's talk about comic books. <laughs> no, no, not talk about coughing. Um, <laughs> You know, I have to say, I don't know if there's any really mind box. There's a there's some good books. There's some, no no like huge. What like, you talking about? Okay, how many? Let's talk about how many big maxi series there are going on right now. Fear itself. Is that really a maxi series? Well, mini series. Well, okay, mini series. <laughs> event books. We'll yeah. call them event books. Okay. Okay. Fear itself. Mm-hmm. Right. There's Flashpoint. Uh, Flashpoint. Schism. And Schism. Spider Island. Sp- uh, which That's an event. It's big. There's, there's, like, yeah, there, I guess there are tie-ins. Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. And okay, Deadly yeah, okay. Foe. Yeah, it's yeah, got tie-ins. Yeah. yeah, if it has tie-ins, it's an event book. <laughs> Spider Island. That's um, like three Marvel, one DC. Well, the X Men first to last is over, but that that was not really. That was more of a story arc. And no other DC event books. I mean, Flashpoint though is like. Titanic. Yeah, nothing. It in, is, but it's, it's, it's. I mean, because it spawned its own like limited run tie-in books, but doesn't really touch any other books. I mean, because DC. This, well, I mean, this week it's all the last. I issues. almost feel like yeah, I was gonna say like every book is an event book in DC this week. Like, yeah, all, what about Spider-Man No More? Was that an event? I think. Oh uh, uh, no, 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 no. That was. was. Fallout, that's that's the fault. That's the yeah. next. It's, yeah. That's not an event in and of itself. It's, it's, it, well, it's an, an epilogue. It, it is an event in the Ultimate Universe because Ultimate Fallout, which we'll talk about in just a sec, ties everything 
brings in everyone. But anyways, yeah, but it's, I wouldn't call it an event book, though. I'd call it an aftermath book. I don't know. <laughs> um, you're an aftermath book. Oh, um, Matt Rory? Fear itself. <laughs> um, book five. Book five of seven. I don't know how I feel Wait, about that fear. that came out this week? Did it come out this week? No, I thought I it came out last that came week. Out last week. Yeah. Ah, Corey, why'd you? Okay, no, we're not going <laughs> to talk about you handed it. it to me. <laughs> so I was saying, there, there's no, that's what I was trying to get at. Well, like, well there, there is. Was, there was no real big there's thing. We'll, we'll talk about that. Look at that. We're not going to lead with that. Oh, okay, <laughs> fine. So, um, but speaking of fear itself, while, while we're talking about it, it's like it's, it's a, a big deal. Because, yeah, I now remember it did come out last week. There's stuff happening there, like spoilers you should know by now. But like Bucky, that's a big deal. Right. Thing gets kind of messed up. Um, I, I wrote about Franklin, you like using his powers, doing something. Um, I think something's going to happen with Thor. You don't see it here, but the teaser. Yeah, the teaser's I pretty mean, the, the teaser. explicit. And, and I don't know if I should say this for later, but you know we know that something's happening to Thor because there's going to be that Tanarak guy who's supposed to be the, the new um, God of Thunder. Right. Danny Tanarak, yes. And... Uh, there's a one of the you know the shattered heroes. I, I should save this for later. Shattered heroes. There's a teaser that came out, and when it first came out, Thor was in there with a bunch of other like Avengers, and they're all looking kind of gloom and everything. But then Thor was taken out when they showed the image at San Diego, and they had I'm assuming it's Tanarak. Ooh. The art looks a little different, but he's holding like the same. Wait, staff is it actually Tanarak? Because isn't that like a one of the Sasquatch? Is it Tanarak? Monsters? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, some some dude. I feel it's like, like, I feel like you got a thunder. Is already a character. I'm like, okay, you just relaunched Thor, and now there's a new god. So I, I just kind of movie's over. But uh, so yeah, I think so. so anyways, all this stuff is happening in fear itself. But yep. I feel like it's kind of going unnoticed. I mean, people aren't really talking about it. It's in the other books or, or in, just in, in well, life. I mean, you you got like like last week's uh, I think it was last week's uh, Secret Avengers with Squirrel yep. Girl. That was awesome issue. Yeah, oh, totally. Great. So you know, and like Iron Man is here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great tie-in. You know, so, so we, we and, yeah. But I, I feel like it's, it's this big event. Things are happening. You know, it's affecting Captain America. It's fact, affecting Fantastic Four. It's going to affect Thor. Well, but it, it feels like it's just kind of like. But hold on. Well, okay. The U.S. was the attacked, and all the ca- every like major U.S. building was destroyed. And you have like the Squirrel Girl art. That was kind of weird. I know it's kind of lazy, but like when she looks up and it was like the right. whole fleet of uh, Nazi, Nazi robots. It's robots. It was like copy, like paste, Deodato. copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Yeah, he judos each by hand. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, per- perfectly <laughs> in you line. Can see, yeah, that's how good oh, Deodato is. It, no, that's German was, precision. Was, all yeah. those mechs look exactly the same. <laughs> that's, they came the same assembly Both line. Both those books were, I think the Iron Man one's a better book because that one was more of a, like had a tie-in, but it was tied more to the Iron Man Story well, line. exactly. I mean, let's let's rewind. I mean, is it really fair to complain about how these aren't touching on? I mean, isn't that what Matt Fraction promised? Like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. My, what I'm what I'm getting at is fear itself, and it's I'm talking about just the main series, the, the, right. the seven issue. It's a big, it's a big deal. Big yep. things are happening, but it doesn't feel like it's a big deal. It's kind of like Bucky's dead. Okay. I feel like it's been. Glo- I feel like it's almost been glossed over because we've already got Spider Island happening, and that book has tie-ins. And we have Captain America One. Yeah, exactly. Two. Like, I feel like Fear itself is Daredevil. Just, <laughs> like we already and know who lives. Do you know the other thing dies. that went un- unnoticed? Remember, um, in the, the recent Captain America, the trial of Bucky Barnes yep. when when Sin did all this stuff, and then she gave the Statue of Liberty a black eye. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And then in Spider Island, it's fixed because the teaser shows the Spider Man face. On it. Well, I'm not sure that's really going to happen. No, probably not. <laughs> Everyone else. So, um, so you guys liked Invincible Iron Man? Yeah, I love Invincible it cool. because one, it wasn't about Tony Stark. Tony Stark, it like you saw in Fear Itself Five, which came out last week. Where is Tony Stark? Hitting blood, the blood, blood. booze again. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, he he. Make, it was, it was makes great a deal because with Odin. 
in Fear Itself Five, you show like he gives him Odin the only thing he has left, and he drinks the alcohol. But then right. you think, is that it? No, that's not it. Yeah. He is completely delirious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's drinking with dwarves, and I don't know how much fantasy literature you guys have read, but those guys can drink. Um, <laughs> you know, the the stuff with rescue is great. Uh, eh. I I really wanted them to kill um, what's her name, Sasha Hammer. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to happen. Might. Like that would have been a bold thing to do. Still might. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, but it does. It, it ends with kind of a, a cliffhanger. Of, you know, it's one of those things like the gargoyle. Great gargoyle was so powerful. Right. Cut past couple of shoes, I mean, basically killed millions of people <laughs> and destroyed one of the biggest cities in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but once you're faced with a couple guys in suits, then then you know. Well, I mean, his power doesn't I mean, work on yeah. them. <laughs> I just I like that Fraction and, and LaRocca are like consistent. On yeah. That they're, yeah, you yeah. know, we're what. That book has Five, been awesome. 500 issues in. Like, <laughs> this would be like 30. Boy, yeah, it seems, 30, seems like only yesterday. Five, 30, I don't even know what number this would yeah, thanks, be. Thanks 30, for that, 30 something, I think. <laughs> so I, I think it's great. that it's I like when, when people actually It's a great under. team, yeah. While we're on Fear Itself, uh, Avengers, Fear Itself, mm. 16. This is super I, misleading. Like, I, really, I love the cover. It's not a great well, cover. See, that's the thing. You, I, I know you love the cover because... I only love the art. It's not, a, not, a, not the greatest... Scene, wow. yeah. I mean, it's it's. Steve I would totally Rogers. walk by this in a comic book store. That's the thing. It's it's I like Steve and Super Patriot costume, which, but that is odd. Which he we see I, you you. I mean, this does not. When we walk by it, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is a big Avengers book that you need to buy. It doesn't yeah. feel like Avengers. It feels like a like a miniseries tie-in. It feels like yeah. It feels like a, a filler issue. Yeah, you know why it feels like a miniseries? Because the cover was drawn by uh, Alan Davis. Favorite Alan Davis, yeah. who did the Avengers miniseries. Yeah. Well, he does. Um, he does covers from time to time and different things. And but it's it's up. actually Ramirez Jr. inside, and it, it ties to, like the, the storytelling style of um, the past Avengers books, where it's just like yeah, so Avengers and the Avengers, right? Like the interview, interview or, style. Like they're just talking heads. What do you guys think of that? Because uh, what I, cause I reviewed this, and a lot of the comments were that it's lazy. They don't like it. It's annoying. It's it's Bendis. Like flexing his fingers, like I can, I can write five people talking at once. But what I, what I do like about that is because it, it, it gives like a recap. But um, it's like you get to hear, you know, rather than than show the actual scene, you get to see, hear their interpretation of it. So that's why I like. So yeah, maybe it's it's dragged down a little bit because it's it's been the last couple. But I, I, I opportunity it. for humor also. It, it's yeah. kind of been Bendis's style for a long time totally. to like flash back to what happened mm-hmm. with people talking about it in the well, present. It's just like it's a different way of doing thought bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Which he did that in yeah. Mighty Avengers number one, like exactly. overly oh, did it. Oh boy, yeah. that was right. But, well, but I mean, because that was like the reintroduction of thought bubbles. And then then they didn't. The, text I, was, I was like, great, yeah. But then they didn't really stick with it. it, but, it it's kind of six to one. F doesn't do another. Yeah. But what I, what I like about this is because you actually get to you you it's it's more revealing when you're you're hearing them talking in a supposedly candid manner. You get to hear what they actually thought about it versus if you see some battle like a flashback, you don't really get inside their head. So I like it. I, I think I, it's I think fine. it works. But then the the main thing here is it, it goes back. The, I I said this issue should have been out like two months ago. So um, it's basically Steve finally dealing with what happened to Bucky and fear itself. What number end of three? I think it was. Yeah, it was end of three because you know Bucky's gone, and you know I was, still I was like, is he really gone? Did they officially say? You know he he's like. Oh, the serpent must be stopped. Then it's like you know, fade to white or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, is he really dead? Did they yeah, say he, he had a big hole in his chest? Big, yeah. yeah. But 
that doesn't necessarily. He's a robot man. You know, he's, he has, uh, he can shrug, yeah, it, shrug it off. <laughs> so we never really had that because then Captain America number one came out, which is after Fear Itself. You know, there's a funeral scene at the beginning, but it's not Bucky's funeral. So it's like, what's going on? And it's like, there's no mention of Bucky. It's like, does he not care? So here we get to see his reaction. And his reaction is a fourth like Captain America to go into action. Yeah, right. it's like, I'm going to go. Okay. So, but the, the good thing is, because in between issues, it's like you see Steve struggling. He's sitting there as they're, you know, he's about to jump out of the plane. He's got the mask. He's struggling to put it back on. But here we actually see. So there was some actual time in between. It's not just like, Bucky's dead. I'm putting the suit back on now. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we get, it, it's, it's, there's some good action here. My only problem is this mission that he goes on, because, okay, spoiler, he wants to go after Sin. You know, he's, he's pissed at her. Mm-hmm. But, okay, is he going to succeed in this mission? Well, this takes place before what's going on in Fear Itself. So yeah, that so that was my problem with it. It, it, it kind of diminished the the emphasis of the story because... It did kind of seem like too little too late. Yeah, it's, it's like, well, nothing is really going to happen. This is like the Batman Confidential problem that I yeah. had before. It's like something that happened before... Nothing of real consequence can happen because we already know what happens afterwards. But well, next it's almost like the road home kind of thing, where it's like you know he's gonna put on Captain America's uniform. Like, what does a side adventure really do? And also, time doesn't really work. Timing, right? Right. Because Bucky was shot or killed by Sin, and then like in in Fear itself, the next shot is him jumping out of an airplane wearing his old uniform, like putting on the the, the old Captain uniform with the helmet. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird. Um, I guess we'll talk about Schism now. Schism number three. I like the. Fr- I really like the first issue. I like the second issue. How do you like the different artists working on every issue? Uh, well, I I'm not a fan of that because when this is collected, it's going to be it's, so it's going to interrupt. Be really it. jarring. And I like um I, I don't remember who who drew one and two. I don't think there was. I mean, uh, one was a uh, Chris uh, Bachella, right? No. Bacalo? No. 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 Oh, I'm pretty sure. Um, we could look it up, but so they, they, but here so we we have Daniel Acuna who I do like on the right book, you know uh, I it, it's it's just oh ha schism number one art by Carlos Pacheco okay or pa- or, uh, or, Car- or Carlos what's his name pa- pa- I can I can't pronounce it <laughs> what, what I can't I can't what pronounce his name Pacheco Pacheco yeah Carlos Pacheco that's Carlos. how I say it okay. <laughs> That's who it was. That's who I was thinking. Okay, yeah. and and that was a really crisp, really it was really nice. Like just just them walking into the UN building, you know, just it looked really good. Daniel Cunha's art again, which I like. I love the colors and everything, but it's just it's so different. And I, I think that it would lend itself better to like a Doctor Strange. Like I, I could really see him doing a really cool Doctor Strange because even even like the Wolverine issues. It just it it didn't feel like you know we're supposed to have these violent images you know mm-hmm. mystique shooting someone getting shot herself or Wolverine oh, yeah. slashing people but it, it didn't really feel violent because broad strokes yeah he works better on a book with like weird colors and magical stuff going on lots of like heavy outlining and you know, it's a painterly style I I I liked it and then but then some of the character designs yeah some of the some of the when they're standing around <laughs> like look look at, looks so look great. at Emma's um. Mid midrift, whatever you want to call it. Schism two was Frank Cho, I forgot. Oh yeah. So see, I mean, really, uh, yeah, just just different. So we have the villains, a bunch of kids, smart kids, uh. with all this technology. <laughs> How many times has that story been done? Even like genius kids. Even as a kid, I hated movies about like super smart kids. Like even when I was a kid and they were basically pandering to me, I still didn't like those movies. 
Like I didn't like Problem Child or Cop and a Half or. <laughs> what What I do like about this is like like when we'll, like Namor gets dealt with. Yeah. You know, because there's all this arrogance, not just on his part, and the entire team. They're like, you know, we're fighting these kids, but these kids are smart. They're, they planned this out. They got <clears> the technology, and they're kicking the X Men's butt. So I, what I, that's what I liked is the X Men. They, they're just like, this isn't a problem. So they're, they're getting it handed well, to them. One thing that I have, and it's kind of a problem across X-Men books, it, books, is that whenever the X-Men do really well, it's because they work as a team. And whenever they don't, it's because they're like taken out. Pick, picked apart. Uh, yeah, picked apart. But I mean, in this, there's really no excuse for them to have been picked apart. Like by I mean, the time the second the, one went down. The, the incredible <laughs> heavy hitters. Yeah. Like by the time whoever the second one to get taken out was, they should have like, it should have clued them into like, okay, these kids aren't anything to be screwed around with. Let's actually start taking this seriously. But no, it's like we just see them fall one by one like dominoes. <laughs> now, the whole point of schism is it's supposed to break up the team. And we know that Cyclops and Wolverine are going to be on, on both sides. We get a big old I, hint. I think, think we're, we're getting that here because basically there was a situation. I don't want to really spoil like it. it. I don't want to spoil it even though this spoils it. Really, really like it. So – Basically, the, the, in the middle of the situation, Wolverine is telling a character, you need to do this. And Cyclops is like, you know, and Wolverine's like t- t- trying to convince Cyclops to give the order. Tell this person to do this. And then finally Cyclops like, do what you feel you need to do. Yeah. And then there's a fallout, aftermath, you know, stuff's going to happen. I don't know if that's big enough of a deal to, to have Wolverine go crazy on Cyclops. It, it could just team. be like a general theme because it does got to be something with else. How Cyclops has been. Yeah, I mean that's not that. I mean it, it's a big deal, but it's not that big of a deal to, that in itself, to break up the team. That in itself isn't a big deal, but I mean also look at what he did to Laura. Look mm-hmm. at like what he's been what he's been doing. He's been a very like take charge. Well, he's been like the, the big picture. You guys are a bunch of soldiers. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that that's it. There's got to be something else that's going to happen because like what I said from the beginning is. You know, Cyclops is the one that's going to do something wrong. Yeah, that's that's going to break up the team. That's going to make it's not going to be Wolverine going berserker and and killing someone. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's going because that's too predictable. It's, right. it's got to be the other way. So I we got how many two more issues? So I don't, I don't know. It's just weird to also see this going on like Wallfear itself is supposedly also going on. Like yeah. Marvel has kind of screwed up their timeline. Well, with, I, with, I, and I mean, you've also got Spider Island going on. Like, does this take place? After Spider Island, I, I think you, you just kind of ignore it. Like, what I, I think they're trying to do, and which which could be a good thing, is you know they're saying, okay, we're going to do these big events, or they're going to involve all these characters. It's going to affect the entire Marvel universe. But if you're not reading the Avengers, if you don't care about the Avengers books, you just want to read the X Men books. Here's an event just for you. So yeah, this other yeah. stuff is happening. Does it happen before, or after the whatever? Maybe we'll we'll hint or acknowledge that. But I think what they're doing is they're doing these mini events. You know, it's not like Civil War like affected mm-hmm. everyone, right? But what I, what they're doing now is just they're they're doing all these events, but they're kind of letting you choose whether or not you want to be forced to read them. I can definitely see the upside of that. So that's the only good thing. The bad thing is, yeah, continuity. When's it take place? Yeah, yeah. don't take it too seriously. Yeah, no, just, of course. <laughs> it's just like just and but I I think it's a good thing. So I I am in favor of them doing it this way. So that way you're not forced to read everything. It's, and it's not like... Because with, with Civil War, it interrupted the flow of every single series, pretty much. You know, So it's like, whatever, <laughs> any any coming up, you know, any storylines that they were working on, all those had to be put on hold so they could deal with the Civil War storylines. I feel and like then that was substantial enough, though. Like, we're yeah. still feeling the ramifications of yeah, Civil yeah. War. <laughs> but, you know, with the number of events that they're doing, you yeah. know, constantly, 
let's do it this way where you know we can pick and choose what events we want to follow and that way people can't complain about everything <laughs> um generation hope ties into schism right it's the same stuff that happens yeah different perspectives yeah. so yeah um, uh, you might like more about this one so in schism there all the action goes down in the museum of mutant history right new one and in this generation hope you actually get to see some of the exhibits mm-hmm. like, yeah. they really have this in the museum of mutant <laughs> history like alternate timelines room yeah that's and, like, kind of weird bus of cable and and bishop like I could see them because they actually came into our timeline, but like Rachel Summers was never really. Oh, see, what, what, I mean, like, like she was, but what? Like why? Would, who? And they got a Sentinel head? Like yeah. what? Well, yeah, you'd have a Sentinel head. It's like you know. I would say that Sentinel has got to be like a replica. You can't have like a real one. The technology. Yeah. No, well, it's not exactly. like some, someone can go in a museum. Someone can't just steal it because it's probably kind of heavy. Norm, it belongs in a museum. But um, oh. I guess guess the, the big question is is who is behind the museum? You know, that's right. Because if if it was Professor X, I'm going to do this to make people and who donated all these uh, the, the artifacts. You know, so yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, Ultimate Fallout number six. Wait, wait, <laughs> you didn't address anything in Generation Hope because <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> oh, okay, the, the, okay, it's okay. A spoiler on the cover. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you want to spoil, know what we're we're talking about. What character? Look at the cover, but. Um, I haven't been reading Generation Hope. I will admit that. I only picked this up because it's tying into schism, and people were saying, um, you got to read this. Kind of you know, people deal. are going to overlook it. And uh, yeah. So it's all right. It's a big deal if you're reading Generation Hope. And again, it's, Seems like it, it's, it's bad for the character, but the introduction of these new lights or whatever they're called, uh, the new mutants, the, the, all the kids that oh. Hope found. And gotcha. I, I don't I, I'm not attached to him. I don't care about him is what it comes down to. So the stuff going on with this character, I don't care. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it sucks. Um, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, so I'm sure we'll see more of that. OK, ultimate fallout. So this is the final of Death of Spider-Man. And I really like this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing what I, what I think did this is we just had a really great creative team. So we had Bendis writing the Aunt May, Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane part, mm-hmm. which is fitting. You know, he should do yep. that. Mark Bagley doing the art. Yep. Great. Perfect. So all that. All the center around getting then. Yep. Awesome. Um, Kitty, Bobby, and Johnny. Uh, that, I mean, it's Nick Spencer was good, you know, and this is going to lead to Ultimate X-Men. So, you know, that, that was kind of interesting. Um, and then Nick Fury, Jonathan Hickman, who's going to be, you know, doing, uh, I don't know if he's doing Adventures. I know he's doing Ultimate Hawkeye. And then uh, Mitch... And Betty Britweiser, who you, I think you guys ever knows that I, I love their stuff by now. So I just thought it was really great. And, you know, you just get to see everyone's reaction and just how it affected everyone. And there's some big – this is clearly leading into Ultimate Universe Reborn, whatever they're calling it, you know, all the new the new books that we're getting and some crazy stuff. The only thing <sighs> – I don't know if I, if I should mention it. What – the, the way Aunt May and Gwen Stacy's story kind of goes, I, th- I think there's more to it than that. Well, but it's kind of like with Peter Parker dead. What more? What do they have? I like, I, to I, do? I well, I thought. Do you, I, do you think the, the the attitude turnover was too too fast? I think. Well, because we don't know how, a, how much time has gone by. It's been a few weeks. I think. Yeah, like, there's been a ton of grieving, and now it's just like they're in this little weird limbo state. So it's, it makes sense what they're doing. I mean, yeah, they no, want to move on. But, uh, but it's but, weird that they don't involve Mary Jane in, in it. Yeah, that is kind of odd, but I guess. Well, she's she's dealing. I mean, she you know she wrote the story. You know, she wants to you know reveal that you know Nick Fury and Shield or whoever you know they're responsible. And ever so. since Aunt May sort of took Gwen in, she's sort of been a part of the family. Yeah. So I could kind but of see her. What I, I I thought I heard that that Aunt May or Aunt May and and Gwen <laughs> are going to be involved with the new Spider Man. 
interesting. Yeah, they're going to teach like, him. So, but with what what <laughs> Nick Fury without <laughs> spoiling, I mean, what happens here? You think that's not really going to happen? So I I, I don't know. And what have they really got to teach him? I mean, they can't web sling. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Are they going to teach him that with great power comes great responsibility? I don't know how he <laughs> feel about the new Spider. I mean, at first uh, from issue five, you know, we I think it was no, it was issue four, issue four where we saw Miles Morales for the first time. Yes, so like, interesting. So okay, you know, he doesn't know about it. Somehow he gets his powers. We don't know because like his spider yeah. sense is going off, and it didn't seem like he really understood that. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's fighting the kangaroo and Spider Island. That's what I was just going <laughs> to say. Uh, but then there is a, a preview to the one I think it was on, on CBR. Where we, I think it was for the first issue, it's got to be. And it's like Miles and his family, you know, they're like in church or something like that, or they're trying to win the lottery, you know, so they don't have a lot of money. So it, it almost seems like we're school getting. School lottery. Oh, was it a school lottery? School I didn't read lottery. it no. Oh, but my. He's, he's like, oh. Tony. <laughs> but I don't it, think there would be a page in a comic book where a, a, a family is like. It just looked like they're so like, hard up. Like looking for like to win the local state lottery. It was a school lottery. It's topical and relevant. <laughs> oh, Tony. I don't know. I can't read everything online. There's too much. But I, I want it to work. It. I, I'm really curious. One, how did he get his powers? What's the connection? You know, is he going to the same school? Probably. I'm not. going to guess Norman Osborn is the connection. I don't know. He's a great villain. Yeah. Yeah, and is he is he really dead? Yeah, no, probably not. I know, no, I don't think he, he is. Was uh, I think we can of... talk. Yeah, at the end, he kind of looked like he yeah. kind of smirked a little bit. Yeah. Well, that was, that was muscle reflex. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. Daredevil number two. Awesome. Oh, uh, this uh, I love Paulo. Rivera. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the art. And it's, when you look at just like the detail that he, he puts into everything, I mean, it's just crazy. Like, there's where's that one scene where they're like in a, like, the, just just electronic stuff, or, you know, all the stuff lying around. And I love how he shows Daredevil's powers. Yeah, exactly. Like, how he yeah. integrates them into the world. Yeah, so, love it, love it, love it. So we have what I was asking for last issue. Captain America comes to, to talk, to deal with Daredevil about Shadowland stuff. So he doesn't want to talk. So <laughs> America's top cop. You get get some of that, um, and then no mood for discussion. And then there's a whole case that Matt was on. He's trying to protect a, you know a guy who was what the police abused him, and no one believes him. And then, yeah, I'm glad that they, that's not just a one off yeah. like one scene. It's actually tying to the, the bigger story. Get to see Foggy Nelson getting his hinky on. Yeah, um, <laughs> there was this one line I, I didn't like. So this couple here when they're talking, and he's like. You know, he's, he's talking about being threatened and everything. And he's like, yeah. shh, it's okay. You, didn't <laughs> you know, it's like that just, uh, you got to read it. You know, you gotta it just, that so seemed too stereotypical. What was the foggy thing, the, the foggy relationship? <laughs> Wait, you you want to reveal it? Uh, it was kind of interesting. Foggy gets some. Getting his hanky on, like I said. And then. <laughs> um, keep whether a, a surprise villain who I have not seen this villain in a, in a while. So I'm. It's, it's going to be very interesting. And that's the thing when we, we see a little bit of, of this. No. For uh, you, Tony, comic historian, have these two ever? That's what I was gone just going to say. Round? I, I, I think this is like a perfect matchup. I don't think they have. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm trying to think of all the old Daredevil issues and covers. That... I think Cap would beat him. Cap should beat beat him. Well, yeah, Cap would, but can Daredevil? <laughs> um, well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know, this, Cap this and character, old teammates. You know, I'm trying to think. Um, 
I don't. Should we reveal who it is? I don't we think can reveal. Hint? It's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm the way the cool. way the last page, yeah. the way they reveal who it is. I mean, you kind of get the sense even when yeah, Daredevil enters they the lair. Don't reveal on the last page. If they reveal it, like sort right, of the right here. Yeah, you can kind of see. Yeah, like, I, 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 I knew, I knew right immediately. Away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, the, the, the character did have a recent appearance in another series that kind of was canceled and then became something else. I guess we won't talk about that. So, <laughs> so but you want to give I, him one other hint? I think it's it's a very brilliant pairing, and I really want to see how that that's going to work out. You can, we'll say um, Secret Wars. I was going to say that too. Like, ah, just, classic. I just read Secret Wars, so to, to do that, that Captain America breaking a shield. Yeah, yeah. I love Secret Wars. Um, Captain America number two, awesome art, Steve McNiven. Yeah, McNiven seems to have found a way to tone down and therefore make his art on time, which is a good thing. Oh, so much better than Old Man Logan, as I was telling Tony. Ouch. So much better, art-wise. <laughs> and same artist, Steve McNiven. No, I know. But I think it's the vibrancy and also, like, you know what it reminds me of almost? A little bit of John Cassidy's art. Yeah, yeah. I actually could, I could very well say that. Yeah. Um, I don't know about this story. Yeah. It's really <laughs> tough to read this issue, too, because it, they don't do a good job of retelling what happened in issue one. They just... Kind of jump right into it. Yeah, I was kind of confused. All over the place. Right? <laughs> I had to like think about what ha- actually happened because they're like, in issue one, a character from the past comes back. Right. And in issue two, they introduced a bunch of new characters. Yeah. Um, just kind of going to side note here. This cover, it doesn't look like McNiven. Totally looks like it's, it's the coloration. Uh, yeah. It's is it? Uh, well, it's the same. Uh, no, it's the same color. It's it's um, Justin Ponser who did the color inside. Oh, weird. Um. But it, it, it almost doesn't – I don't know. It's something seems – I don't like the cover so much. Um, maybe maybe it was inking. I don't know. Is maybe. it the background? Is that a like, all, all the credit, background? The, the credits just say McNiven and Ponser cover art. Weird. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, McNiven's I'm, best stuff was always in Marvel Knights 4. Maybe there's too much red. I liked him in Civil War. <laughs> uh, too many characters. Because mm. he, he had the same problem where the pack, like – you know, a dozen characters in one one page yeah, panel. I really liked him on Old Man Logan. I kind of want to go back to that. Uh, I love Old Man Logan. <laughs> I did not like Old Man Logan. Not, not for the writing. I thought the art was this. this I like the whole the thing. Story. I like every, everything about it. Yeah, I thought, I thought it gave it a good scope. Yeah. So the the story is kind of crazy. I mean, I, I maybe once it's reprinted in a, in a trade, we're into some weird Freddy Krueger territory. It's it's it's, it's very interesting. <laughs> um, I'm not sure where they're going with it, and it's it is weird that this is in its own continuity. Basically, you know, it's, yeah. it's not it doesn't have anything to do with fear itself like, or anything like that. Astonishing Thor. No, I mean, I don't know about that. Was that the one or was it Mighty Thor? Which one uh, was the one that was? Oh no, Mighty Thor. Thor story? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Mighty Thor. Astonishing Thor was a terrible ego. I can't keep them straight because they both came out at around the same time. Too many. Uh, goodbye, Green Lantern Corps number sixty-three. Um, he, I could not get into this. I kind of uh, skipped I, it. I think <laughs> Matt Elfring reviewed this and liked it. I did not. <laughs> it's not like fan. okay, so the the fir- basically we get three different stories. It's so the last Green Lantern Corps issue. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we have Boudica. And yeah. What what bothers me about this? It's just like it's a total cliffhanger. It's like <laughs> it's it's supposed to be like what's going to happen with this character? We're never going to know because it's the last issue. And then you're then, telling me she's not going to be in NU fifty two? That's that that's not that's not doesn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think um, War to Green Lantern Aftermath number two, that would have been a great final issue. Because I think there's uh, Emerald Knights is coming out next week. 
the last issue of that. But War of the Queen Lands from number two ended on such a cliffhanger. That's what? and that's what I'm saying. That is a, is a good way to end it to lead into New Fifty Two. Also, is the whole anti-human sentiment is that because John Stewart blew up Mogo or what? Because so. like Kyle Ra- Kyle Rayner almost gets like freaking hate crimed in a bar. I think it's, it's, it's because like, of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah, because they didn't really make that clear, and I was like, wait, where is this all coming from? Like, <laughs> well, it, it's. All right, Tony and I have an argument. What's going to happen with Mogo? I mean, they're going to bring him back. They... <laughs> I think I think he's going to be back as a, as a son. Oh, that's what that seemed to be what the last issue they, they was. They checked him in the sun. Right, but the, the, the ring. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be the what the last issue was implying. I don't know. You got the Mogo girdle around a star. It but like. I, I, who's going to see it? You look at it, you go blind. You can't, can you can't stare in the sun. You be like a red sun, you know? I just I think the way Ward Aftermath number two ended that that would have been a perfect lead in because this to me I didn't get anything out of this no I didn't either and, I, and then I started I, skimming <laughs> I have a feeling that Emerald Warriors is going to be the same thing so I don't know oh we got another fear itself oops Uncanny X Men five forty two this is an interesting one <laughs> so I kind of liked it. I chose um, not to read this one. So Kieran, Kieran Gillen, unfortunately, I mean, uh, unfortunately, Kieran Gillen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> you know, he's he's got the task of writing this, which is great, but then we got Greg Land. There's not as much sketchy photo refing. Well, given so, that, yeah, well, you can't ref, reference Juggernaut in porn. <laughs> you haven't watched the same ones I have, I then, my not. friend. So, so we're dealing with with Juggernaut. You know, he's possessed by the hammers and and fear itself. And what's interesting is Emma gets this little flash. Right. And dun, dun, dun. But then you see her, you turn the page, and it looks like there's Emma Frost again. Right. Yep. But it's, it's really Ileana, who is like half her age. <laughs> okay. That um, was, yeah, that confused me too. <laughs> I, I don't know how much we should spoil. Anyways, something pretty big happens in this issue. Um, a character undergoes a pretty big change. If you saw yeah. the Fear Itself teasers, this is where it happens. There, there's one that's like, when is that going to happen? And this, <laughs> this is kind of a big deal. Asked and answered. Yeah, so I was like, woo. Um, Venom. Continues to be awesome. Venom number six. <laughs> uh, Spider Island. Okay, so hold on. Page one, panel one. Is that totally Robert Kirkman in the foreground, or am I? Page one? Uh, sorry, not page, after the uh, recap. Page three? <laughs> Where? Right there, the guy, the guy right there. Yeah, okay. you're pointing at. Yeah, that's not Robert Kirkman. No, it's kind of looks. It's not. No, like no, no, no. It looks more like Will Smith than Robert. It's Kirkman. a guy with a big red beard. I don't know. Big guy with a big red beard. <laughs> well, I think there's more than one. Oh, anyways, um, I'm trying to think of the last. I- okay, the last issue was all the, the Flash Thompson, his dad stuff, and then here it's like all of a sudden Spider Islands here, right. which you know we we get a good tie-in, but it just it, it was a little weird for me. Um, it's just like all of a sudden it started happening, and all then all of a sudden, what is it, King Tarantula or Kane or whoever that is? <laughs> well, yeah. So this, yeah, they're they're dealing There's with the spider and yeah. they're trying to you know deal with the infestation. New York is in quarantine, all this stuff. What can Venom do to stop it? And then we get this big revelation at the end, which is yeah. And it's like, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. Did you read this? No, you I, can't read. You haven't read. Uh, you're so bad. I know. I'm, I'm on like issue three. Um, yeah, no, that really confused me as well because I thought that. I thought one thing. Issue six. It feels like so many issues have come out. It's because you're, you're behind. Oh, you them. know why? Because they jump. Like th- th- so much stuff happens in one issue. And yeah, they just jump a, forward in a, time. Yeah, it's fast pace. 
Yeah. yeah so it's an awesome. Book. Yeah, it, it's just weird. I don't know where it came from, but I do do like it. I really hope they explain that. Like, I really hope that that's yeah. not what. And, it but looks it's like. it's like, did I miss something? Because last week was the first Spider Island official first chapter. Right. I think it was last week. And and we had Cloak and Dagger, and we had Deadly Foes of Spider-Man. Well, I mean, we're dealing with Jackal here, so when it comes to genetics, nothing is as it seems. <laughs> yes, I, I I don't know about that. Um, that's, that's all Flashpoint, that I'll say. <laughs> Flashpoint, The Outsider. I did not get a chance to read this. I have heard great things. I think Matt it was Alfred, good. Matt it was gave this a five. He's like, I want this character to to return. To, it seems kind of like Metamorpho or something. Like that's the vibe mm-hmm. that I'm getting. Like a much more serious Metamorpho. Yeah. So so Alfring loved it, and I saw some of the comments. People loved it. It was so. cool. It was very interesting and very entertaining and very. Again, I love this Flashpoint universe. I'm sad to see it go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was James Robinson. Who um, did say he will be? He will return to the podcast in a, a couple of weeks. Woo-hoo. That's I think he he tweeted it to make make it official. I think he said a couple of weeks. So so expect, so if he doesn't show up, then you can tweet him say you need to get him and Judd Winnick in the same room, have them fight it out for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Um, then we have so yeah, I, I did not read out Outsider, but I heard is really good. So I, that's my to read over the weekend. Actually, I'm not reading over the weekend. <laughs> to read as soon as I can. Um, Flashpoint, Abin Sir. Less good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, 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 I like the first issue. I mean, there's some interesting dynamics between Abin Sir and Sinestro and, you know, stuff about Abin's sister. If you can't trust a guy named Thal Sinestro, who can you trust? <laughs> and, uh, and then Abin Sir does this, this crazy thing because of his willpower. So <laughs> I really didn't like the art in this. <laughs> well, there were like two artists, right? I don't know. Were there? I didn't like either of them. The beginning part and the, the, and jumps to after the looks, looks different. It's that weird, like sketchy anime style that is still clinging desperately to life. And in, then, in then what, what happens to Abin Sir at yeah. the end? <laughs> oh my goodness! Such a fanboy reveal. Is this going to have any tie-in with uh, oh the last fear itself? Such a fanboy. Not fear itself. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Fear itself. Almost the same thing. Wonder Woman. Now that would be a twist. And the Furies, again, kind of forgettable for me. Yeah, I I can't say I was really excited about any of these issues. I kind of like the trope. I didn't read number two. It's a cliche that I'm really getting tired of, and maybe I'll write an article about it. But of of like superheroes not listening to each other. (laughs) Like it it happened in Daredevil. (laughs) It happened in Daredevil, but it was a little more innocent there. But I mean, it's happening in this Wonder Woman thing of like. These people hold critical information, and the other person simply refuses to listen to them out of no just, real it, justification. And with the whole the Pettiness. whole yeah. the whole war between the, the Amazons and the Atlanteans—it was just a, they were they were duped. But there they both big... know that they've been duped, and yet they're still fighting each other. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that's issue three or three. Because I'll never forgive you for what you did. So Justice I'll League, go Justice League of America number sixty, final issue. Final issue of the Justice League of America. Um, oh, final so issue ever. Now, I, I would almost say this book has been controversial. So James Robinson has been doing this. Um, I, mean, oh, I was going to say since Brad Melter has been writing no, it. A, a lot of people <laughs> have not been happy with the team roster. Because you know, there's no Superman, there's no Bruce Wayne, Batman, there's, you know, there's no one. You know, you don't have any. Back in the of the, 90s. You don't have any original league members. You know, any the, the big seven, whatever you want to call them, big guns. And but what I always liked about this, you know, and while I'm wasn't crazy about all the characters, and you know, I, I've told James like like Kong Gorilla Bill, I don't know a lot about him. It's cool, but 
you know, you, you got to try to sell me on this. So he, that's what he's been doing here because he, he's showing us that here's all these characters that used to be sidekicks or Teen Titans or, you know, just minor characters. They're stepping up. They're graduating. They're becoming actual Justice yeah. League members. So it, that's Time a passes. huge deal. That, that's a big deal. I think that's great because, yeah, it's it's cool to see Aquaman, Superman, you know, all them together. But we've seen that so many times. And saying that, I am still excited about Justice League number one in a couple of weeks. But, you know, this was something different. We got to see here is this team. You know, most of these characters never work together. Now they're, they're trying to do all this stuff. So... I felt like the first few pages was kind of like, you know, they're saying, yeah, we did this bit away, this battle. So you're kind of sh- showing us, or maybe, I don't know if this was his, his intention, like this is what could have happened if Flashpoint didn't, or I mean, if the New 52 didn't happen. We could have seen all these other big epic battles with this team, but we don't get to see that. <laughs> and, and basically what happens, I guess I can kind of spoil it, is everyone's leaving the team. And they're all given their reasons. That's fitting because since it's the last issue, because what, what we're seeing with the last issues, some of them are kind of like flashback stories. Some of them feel like fillers and some of them are like like a firm ending, like Power Girl, which we'll talk about in a second. That didn't feel like a last issue. It's just like just that's it. So this was a final issue. I thought it was weird that they're all deciding to quit because being in the Justice League, that's a big honor. And they're all like, eh. I quit. Do you, do you really quit the Justice League? That's, that's what I'm saying. You you, you can't do that. Yeah. And yeah, so so, but it, I mean, it, it was it was very, it was it was a it was a good way to end the series to end James Robinson's run, and Dick Grayson says something in there that that's that's pretty huge. That's going to lead into the New Fifty Two. So that's worth seeing there because Ooh. something that has not been addressed in the Batman books. Then we have Superman Batman 87. So this is part three of three of a Joshua Hale Fielkov story. This was great. I love this story. I mean, I, I stopped reading Superman Batman a while ago, but because he wrote it, I, I picked it up. The, the first part, basically, someone had a reporter said that he knew who Batman was, mm-hmm. and then he was murdered. And then upon further investigation, it looked like he discovered that Batman was Bruce Wayne. So did Batman kill him? You know, Superman... Clark Kent goes to Gotham to you know investigate, and so we get to see all this. And the way the writer came to his conclusion, I thought was brilliant, and it's something that I would have loved to have written about before Joshua wrote about it. So I, I just I thought it was great, something that no one ever touched on. I don't think did you read the last issue? I didn't. You read the last issue too, because you read. And I think you read the first one. I did. So this this last issue wasn't as great as the, the other ones but it, the whole entire arc I, I, I loved the story I thought it was, it was really good Superboy number 11 what do you guys think of Superboy? I haven't been it was, it it was a mess <laughs> after Francis left it I you know Phantom Stranger the, this, his the Parasite the Parasite Frogs the Lori Luther. I know a lot of people have been digging Superboy but it's just I don't know so final, final issue that's all I'll say um, it just, I didn't like all the kids. And, and then this, that other, that, I'm going to say a stupid kid from the future, which again, <laughs> I thought it was, I, I <laughs> liked the idea. I liked the idea that this kid came from. A, not yet. Not yeah, in between. He was yeah, in sure. between the, the Legion of superheroes. So mm-hmm. yes, there's, you know, a thousand years in between there. So there's gotta be something going yeah. on there. So and that I hate was the great. whole Legion thing where they're in the future. Like, Oh, we know what happens to you, but we won't tell. Yeah. But we're still going to interact with you anyway. So here My we have, wife. we had this other hero who had questionable 
motivation. And then and then everything is wrapped up. So this is one of those issues where yes, it's the final issue. So I don't know. Batman seven thirteen. Um, this was written by Fabian Michizia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what this one serves to do, it it kind of tells the origin or kind of tells a story. So it's for a final issue, it's weird that it's telling us about the dynamic duo. It's telling us about Batman and all the different Robins. But what's what's cool about it is you know, some of the art like reflects a different time period, so you can see, you know, certain points. And the main thing is, you know, someone's telling the story. So throughout the, while you're reading this, you know, you're questioning first of all who is telling the story because there's a little bit of bias going on. So you know, as you start getting further, you can kind of figure it out. And then the other question is, is who is this person telling? Because like mm-hmm. one thing that he mentions about Nightwing um, growing up, you know, here it is. But Nightwing grew up around people in a circus. Yeah, I don't think you should be telling people that. <laughs> you know that that might be too much information. Not you know, there's a lot of yeah. circuses, but <laughs> tragedy circus. <laughs> but but the main thing is the um, they they show some a little bit of evolution in the character that that I'll say the narrator. So it was a fun issue, not great. I gave it a three out of five. Um, it's actually one of uh, Tony Daniels' better covers. Yeah, but he didn't do the the art inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was it was it was fun. Thunderbolts here itself. I read 162, that. 162, you read that? I started skimming through it. There's only <laughs> the one thing I liked. There's a rather hilarious line in here. Um, which, yeah, it's a line that... Kind of a reference to an old, I guess I guess you can't really call it a typo, but... <laughs> uh, it's a giant-sized man thing. <laughs> and that still makes me laugh. There was an old book back in the day called uh, Giant-Sized Man-Thing. Nobody really... <laughs> Thought twice about it, but they probably should have. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> dumb name for a character to begin with, but oh, giant size man. Yeah, so Thunderbolts is a fun book. <laughs> I'm getting, t- I'm getting teary eyed over that. <laughs> hey, Tony, it's one of your favorite books next. I did not read this though. Um, oh. Gladstone dun, dun, School dun. of World Conquerors. I even got had this an early um, copy of this. This is a fun book. People need to read this. It's but you won't. The, there's a there's a there's a kind of a twist in, in this entire universe. So it's a school for super villains, and you know I I think that's that's a crazy idea. You know what what does that say about the parents? And you know can villains actually be caring enough about their kids to send them to a private school? And, I don't see why not. Because they're, they're and how, how, how villains how, are people too. But they're they're <laughs> evil. They don't have feelings. And who's going to marry a villain unless they're a villain? But then villains can't get along. They're like the Sith. You know they want to kill each <laughs> other. So, but it's 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 very fun fun book. I, I really like it, and I do have to read that. Hulk thirty nine. Anyone read this? Nope. So this this is cool because it goes into um, Thunderbolt Ross's childhood. So it gives a little bit. And again, he fell from the sky in a capsule in a small case. What, what do I like about this? Uh, can, can you guys tell already? I can tell. It's uh, what's her name? Betty. Uh, Betty. Uh, Betty uh, Weiser. <laughs> so, anytime uh, a comic is set in the forties. Not should, every time, but should be drawn yeah, by. Yeah, it should, oh, yeah, be. It should be. Should be. <laughs> so it's it's Gabriel Hardman does art, but with Betty's colors. I mean, it's just there's I, I've mentioned this so many times. There's there's just a, a handful of colorists that you look at them and you can tell right away. I, and I don't know how they do it because it's just colors. You know, you have your primary color. How can you mix and match? You know, do magic spell and combine them. <laughs> and do, you, you know, when 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 you're an artist, you have your own style. You know, you can tell right away. Okay, this is Tony Daniel. This is Jim Lee. This is whoever. You can see that. But for a colorist to have a distinctive coloring style, I don't know if I just don't know enough about coloring or you know, art mix. 
it's it's just it it blows me away that you know that you can tell when one person colors it over another because it's the same thing with like Laura Allred. I mean, I I love her her colors and you know with Mike Allred's art. So anytime Betty does colors, it it's 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 it, it's nice. Same thing with um like Francis Manipal and Brian Bucciolato. because his his Brian's colors are, are really good too. So Hulk, um, Omega. So basically, what what's been going on here is remember when. Hulk punched that watcher. I think it was Uatu. <laughs> yes. Well, um, <laughs> are there any other watchers, really? Yeah, the, Maybe the Ultra Universe Uatu? Well, so the, they were not happy about that, and there's this... Oh, some, there's actually repercussions for that. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're sending... You know, they, they sent someone after Hulk. And, <laughs> That's pretty funny. So it, it's, it's fun. I remember my roommate loved that issue because he hates the watcher. <laughs> He's kind of a... I must curve. be passive. Yeah. But oh, I'm a voyeur. Well, he he basically says fine. that he's a cheap trick. He's a cheap way to lend gravitas to a situation. I am. I yeah. I'm sworn yeah. never to interfere, so I'm going to interfere but, just this but fifth in, time. But in moments of of gravity, I will show myself to let like, the heroes know. I always like Twisted Toy Fair Theater making fun of that. <laughs> Ridiculous cover of the week. <laughs> yeah. Power Girl 27. Yeah. Power what's, Girl. What, what she what, might have what's with like that in, makeup? What's with that eye makeup? Why does she have so much? What's with the fact on? that she has the face of a twelve-year-old? <laughs> I don't know what that. So it's, it's Sammy Brazzy who who was doing the art with with Judd Winnick. I really like Sammy Brazzy. Um, I think the first time I noticed, uh, I think it was in, in Witchblade. There was there was a couple issues in there, but Power Girl, <laughs> creep. Um, Walking Dead eighty-eight. Norm, you want to know what happens here? Let me show you a panel. No. <laughs> I don't either, actually. So you guys are so behind. We are. I don't know when the next hardcover is coming out. But basically what's, what's been going on. Um, actually caught up a little bit in Isotope. <laughs> uh, so there is a recent No Way Out story story arc where um, the survivors are in peril. <laughs> their, <laughs> their sanctuary is being threatened. So, I mean, uh, it, it's obviously it's, it's, it's 100 times better than, than, than that. Um, well, let me guess. Rick made a bold but very stupid decision. So, so there's, there's, you know, big stuff happens as, as is the case, and uh, stop naming names by even saying that. Give, I'm not saying well, that. I, I'm not even, away. I'm not even out of oh, where okay. they're living in okay. that town, like in so, this sort of suburb. So this issue, I will say, it, there's, there's not, it's not heavy on the action besides the cover. Besides the cover, yeah, Jesus. Big, big glob of red <laughs> splashing in your face. But there's there's some follow up and there's little things that are gonna obviously I shouldn't say anymore but it, it's good <laughs> there, there, it's things can never go well for Rick and his friends it's like something bad's always gonna happen um that that's about it let's see Captain America Corps I did not read this I don't I like, even know that book was still going I don't <laughs> like what's a miniseries five oh, okay. I don't like the cover because is this who I think it is U.S. Agent oh no I like no. U.S. Agent. I'm talking about the oh the artist the art, um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting. I don't think I read the the, the second one. Who did? Oh no, it's cover. It, the cover kind of looks like Howard Shaken. <laughs> yeah, um, Howard Shaken can do good art. No, but it's, it's, it's actually no. It's a little more detail now. Recently, I look at it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I I got to read that. Um, what was that like sci-fi book that he did in the '80s, way back when? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just escaping right now. Damn. Um, Titans thirty-eight. Aftermath, Orion Cho, the palm, um, the the Adam, um, Jericho is back. I thought Jericho was dead. No, no, Jericho's not dead. I take that back. He was back. So Jericho's <laughs> in here, and Roy dealing with um, Destro because 
Roy supposedly joined. He turned evil, but he's not. And yeah. <laughs> I this this series, I I. I've still been picking them up. I've been skimming. I, I really like Deathstroke. I thought this had potential. Because, I mean, the, the first issue, the, the special, they go and they kill the Atom. It's like, yeah. like, holy crap. You know, Deathstroke's actually killing people. You know, that's what he's supposed to do. Right. But Deathstroke, the Terminator. And then, you know, he <laughs> kind of tricks all these people, you know, like, like Osiris. You know, he's like, I'm going to help you bring your sister back if you, you know, join my team and do evil things. And then, you know, he never really helps them. And that's basically what he's been doing the whole time. So I felt there's a lot of potential, but... It never really hooked me in, so maybe I didn't give it a, a enough of a chance. But I don't know. Um, Zatanna number sixteen. I did not read this. Sarah read it. She loved it. I think it's good. You read it? I read the first couple pages. I like. I think it was fun. You <laughs> basing on the first couple? Yeah, uh, it's in my read pile. Adam Hughes cover, without yeah. being gratuitous. <laughs> very good. Restraint. Oh, Adam Hughes is never gratuitous. She's got her leg spread on the cover. <laughs> She's holding a pole. Between her legs. Oh come on! <laughs> exactly. You know, Supergirl. Um, Supergirl at college. I didn't read this issue. Um, How utterly super necessary. college. I don't know. I I, I got to read that. I mean, I don't like the cover too because like is she gonna kiss this n- nameless college kid. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Journey in a Mystery. I didn't read that. But really, Kid Loki. Is he gonna be doing that? Yeah, totally. <laughs> kid as guardians know to do the, the, the loser symbol. I don't think kids these days have done that in a couple yeah. of years. If, if Damien did that, I would facepalm. Kid Loki, I think he's all right. But how would, where would he learn it from? Magic. What's the TV? You know, they don't have TVs. In Watching Asgard. Clueless. I don't know. Um, then X Factor. This is like the underrated X book that no one reads that they should read. Peter David's uh, underrated, players. not unrated. Underrated. Okay. Um, I like that book. <laughs> I, it, it's great because it's it's consistent and it has nothing to do with X Men. So it, I, they're it, they're deeply rooted in the X Men universe. I mean, they're all, it's should be you know they should have closer ties, but it doesn't, and that's what's great about it is because they get to do their own thing. And um, Wolf Spain's about to have a baby. What's going to happen? <laughs> look at that cover. It's like, that doesn't look too good. So that's fun. But people should read X Factor. All right. That's the comics for this week. News. There's uh, one or two spy teaser footage from the Avengers. Stuff, pictures, videos, clips I mean, sneaking out. You guys watching that stuff? Um, no, no. I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> yes, I'm watching all of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching most of it, but it's just like, oh, come on. Because, you know... It's because they're shooting public places. Yeah, that's the, the crazy thing. So, I mean, they're in Cleveland. I'd rather they shoot in public, like, real streets than build fake streets and have it look real bad in a... Stu- in blow a, up real streets? Well, you know, close it off and rebuild it. <laughs> so, they're in Cleveland shooting a bunch of stuff. I wonder if where it's re- if it's supposed to be in New York in a movie. I think it's supposed to, yeah, definitely. So Absolutely supposed to be New York. Not in Cleveland? No. Cleveland's not going to be in a movie? <laughs> Question not is, what's the GLA I mean, there's, debut? Yeah, it's, they're going to have a hell carrier, so I guess it could be everywhere, anywhere. Well, okay, well, here's the other thing. We, 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 there's an alien invasion, we can say, because there is a picture of a, this big crazy gun. There was rumors before that the scrolls were going to be in a movie, so that's nothing new. Yep. And then there was also a picture, I think it came out today, or yesterday, actually, where it looked like a smashed ship. Oh. Whether it's a scroll ship or not, I, I didn't haven't compared. I don't, I don't oh, know what a scroll okay, ship looks this. like. Um, so all this stuff's happening. But if there is an alien invasion, are they going to invade New York? 
Why not Cleveland? Maybe the, 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 the why, scrolls why are America? Like exactly. where are they infiltrated? Why would In they? New York. It's supposed to be a melting pot. People can realistically, you know, you'd attack uh, Kansas, or you'd attack like the breadbasket of the world. You'd attack like where the food production is. <laughs> Aliens are smart. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> they just have advanced technology. They're not immunized against <laughs> the fly the to our cold planet or water. <laughs> so there, um, but we got to see Captain America, um, Chris Evans in a new costume. You know, and he's he's fighting some guy in a, a CG suit. So, yep. Who could it be? Yep. Well, although a CG suit doesn't have to be, it could be armored people, right? It yeah. Have to be aliens. No. Mm. Could be aliens in armor. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff going. On. There's a bunch of um, Dark Knight. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't even keep track if that came out this week or last week. There's a bunch of stuff with the the tumbler, you know, yeah, falling in the, a ground or like a big pothole. The old new tumbler, new it, old tumbler. And there, there's um close up images. Close up <laughs> images of Bane, because that, but that video came out a couple of weeks ago where he's like at a football f- stadium, football field, talking in a microphone. But then there's like some close up pictures of him, which I don't really like his look so much. No. I've always found it works better in the movie the than it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Weird. I mean, it, the whole every, so much of it being shot in daylight is what bothers me. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they're I'm fighting so, like, like on a courthouse yeah. steps Because you know whatever. the teaser, it was all, in the, in the movie teaser, you know, the fight is clearly at night when Batman's, you know, looking like beat. And then also the, the one shot of Bane like climbing, that was awesome. Yeah. But I can't see, like, it looks like it's like a crazy like military guy. Could this actually be falling to the curse of the third movie? <laughs> I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't know. But then there is uh, some pictures of Anne Hathaway's stunt double, I guess, and it looked like she was had a mask in her hand, something like that. So maybe <laughs> you know, like like I, yeah, so maybe she's gonna. Oh my goodness! I was, I was watching a video clip right now, Avengers stuff. We're done with talking about Avengers. Oh man! Okay. But you, you know that Chris Evans is gonna have his mask off for like half the movie, of course. Right, because one that that mask, the, the helmet doesn't look that great, <laughs> and people want to see. Like, and two, if they're paying for Chris Evans' salary. I guess they want to see Chris Evans. But there's a cool clip of um, I really action. Thought, I thought we were going to get past that because this is now being released by Marvel Studios. No, we were going to get past it's, the whole it's, paying well, for they, they still need to sell Evans. tickets and get. Yeah, yep. but that was kind of what that was one of the many things that killed the Spider-Man franchise. I don't know. And is there any, anything you want to say about the clip that you're watching? Um, it's it, cool. It shows it's cool. It's action. Captain America's in it. Glass breaks. <laughs> um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. But what what Anne Hath going back to Catwoman? What she said about the goggles that she was wearing that look really weird, like their night vision. Whatever. She said those goggles she has on they go back on her head like a headband, and they are actually pointy cat ears. What? Yeah. Is this a Conan interview? I don't know. Or just, she did the pop 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 paparazzi rap. God. Sounds did, like a Conan did you watch interview? it? I did not. I heard you didn't it. see the rap. No. Uh, um, Sarah didn't like the rap. <laughs> I don't think Sarah likes Anne Hathaway. There is a picture. <laughs> she of, really of, doesn't. There is a picture of, of Anne Hathaway wearing like Sarah. I think Sarah said there were five inch heels, but because uh, when she's on the the bike, the whatever you want to call it, the bat pod or whatever, she has like their their heels, but they're like what do you call them? Solid heels? I don't. I don't platform heel? I don't. I'm not a shoe expert <laughs> but then there is another image where she actually has like stiletto heels or something like that interesting more avengers footage being released right now as we Leaks. record this holy crap it's crazy spoil the Too movie much. for yourself it's folks. just ridiculous yeah and then complain so i i'm always on the fence like you know should we be posting this stuff people want to see it but it's like other people don't want to see it i don't want to see it 
but yeah, if it's just like a, a like a I photo, I mean, the first time you see the costume, the yes, but like not if it's like oh, it's the same like same scene with like a hundred I mean, new it's photos. Just st- it's just stuff taken out of context, and people are going to be mad about it because it's out of context because they don't know what the context is, but yeah. they'll fill it in for themselves. Yeah. And, and some of it looks bad, and like the the footage is usually kind of shaky because you know it's mm-hmm. not professional. Someone holding a flip cam or something. I just I I I don't need to see that stuff. I want to see you know actual trailer instead of someone sneaking stuff. So that, that's a crazy thing where you know they're they're filming all this stuff publicly where they know people are going to be filming and talking about it. Mm-hmm. But I guess they're just like, oh, well, I mean, I, it gets its publicity. But I mean, no, it's all it's, it's also like, like they, they can only do so much. Yeah. It's also like, do you know the the how low the percentage is of the average moviegoer who looks stuff like this up? Exactly. So yeah, they're unless really, they're a huge story reveal. Right. They're not, like, really killing any uh, ticket sales. I don't know. No, yeah, I mean, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think, if anything, more people are going to get excited. Yeah. They're going to say, oh, cool. Um, this weekend is D23, the D23 Expo. Is that when we'll see more Avengers stuff possibly? <laughs> That's what they're saying, yeah. Um, so D23 is Disney's annual shareholder here in movie screen. Like here. Here are big movies coming out, and because Disney owns Marvel now, Marvel Studios. And that's probably why Marvel held back at San Diego. Yeah. It, it's, it's a more appropriate time because they've shot more now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, the teaser that they showed really was not action-packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thor in a forest, Thor in a hammer. Meh. And also, now, since it's away from Comic-Con, so now they can say, oh, here's this new thing or that, and it's, it's going to have to center attention because yep. you don't have, a, you know, 100 other announcements going out. I was thinking of I I, I kind of wanted to go, but I got plans this what? weekend. What you, you had an invite? I didn't get an invite. I was going to oh. try to look into like, press something. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know awesome. how you can get in there. Yeah. But yeah, I own a movie theater. Be a Marvel shareholder. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I don't Disney know. shareholder. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll see if we get any in- information this, this weekend from that. Uh, remember the the crow. Yeah. <laughs> Movie yep. reboots. Yep. Yeah, I watched that um, movie recently. It's actually that movie holds up remarkably well. I can't watch it. The first one. It's it's it's, it's, it's grim. It's no, weird. It's, it's just but it's morbid. It, it bums me. Yeah, it just, is morbid. The whole thing, but because I I I I really like Brandon Lee back then. Yeah. You know, I, when Rapid Fire came out and he was so excited and just everything and I I I read the book you know before the yeah, movie came out good. so I was like oh this is cool they're making a movie and he was excited and then the tragedy. <laughs> so it's just like like the other movies I never watched those. I mean, it's not like, you know, the good thing is it's not like the movie about his dad where they actually integrated funeral footage which <laughs> into yeah. the movie. Like real life Bruce Lee funeral footage. That's crazy. <laughs> I think so, it was Game of Death. Game of Death 2, something uh, like that. <laughs> it was really, really distasteful. So the, the latest was Bradley Cooper was going to play the crow. Bad idea. Why is it a bad idea? Bradley Cooper? Really? No, just tell me why is it a bad idea. Because he's... he's He's the Ryan Reynolds problem, yeah. I, I know he like maybe serious actor, but you need to transition him slowly into a serious. But maybe role. he's like, this is it. This could be my chance. Oh, no. I'm going to do it. No, no, but no, no, he's, no. Well, you don't have to worry about it. He's not okay. in it. It's Mark Wahlberg, right? Um, there's back to well, being no, Mark. Because that's the thing. Because it was supposed to be Mark Wahlberg, and then it, or there's like something like going back. So, um, so basically, there's schedule conflicts, which is why Bradley Cooper had to leave the Crow. Mm-hmm. So now <laughs> the last I heard, I don't know if there's been an update um, at the end of the week is. Channing Tatum or Mark Wahlberg? Oh, uh, I don't know what's God, worse. God, no. Oh, no, no, the thing is, no, Mark Wahlberg, I think, might be busy. I'd actually prefer Mark Wahlberg to Channing Tatum. I like Mark Wahlberg, too. 
Like, the crow needs to be able to emote, and that's clearly not Tatum's strong suit. <laughs> yeah, but Channing Tatum, he's, he's, um, he's, isn't he doing G.I. Joe now? I mean, I don't know when they, they, they plan on filming, you know, I'm assuming they're, I mean, I don't know when they're going to film. Is there even a script, like, or is this thing still? G.I. Joe? No, oh, for uh, the crow. Well, the, the crow, that, that yeah. was, that was uh, I think it was like a year and a half ago, where, um, I can't remember the dude's name that that was writing the screenplay so they were they were working on it they're talking about it and oh, what's the guy's name anyway so so this has been in the works for the longest time and then it was getting you know things are progressing that's when then, then like out of nowhere they're like bradley cooper is going to be it and now <laughs> I, I don't so i don't even know when they're going to start filming but channing tatum is they're working on gi joe because they just released an image of of the rock of dwayne johnson as um Roadblock. Yep. Is that Roadblock? Is that his name? <laughs> oh, boy. Was oh, it Roadblock? It's got the big gun. I think it was Roadblock. He has a really big gun. And who was it that said that Dwayne Johnson doesn't want to be called The Rock? Or was that Sarah? Uh, Dwayne Johnson actually does not want to be called The Rock. Then why is he still doing the wrestling stuff? He's not, he, not really. <laughs> well, he he, go, he appears from time to time, right? I don't he, want to. He leaned up so he could be a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has a paycheck, but I'm sure he's... They're not saying, oh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> he cannot do, do wrestling seriously now after the fairy movie. Two thirds. <laughs> But but he he's <laughs> and, and the, oh, the babysitter movie. Oh that boy, was. he's been and and the the Witch Mountain movie. Uh, but he's been used recently. You know they're bringing him in for I heard whatever. Really story. good things about Fast Five. <laughs> so, um, who knows about the crow? We'll see. Um, so the rundown is still awesome. <laughs> speaking of GI Joe, rundown is awesome. Speaking of GI Joe, do you guys know who Walton Goggins is? Hell yeah, I love the Shield. The Shield and House of a Thousand Corpses. Shane. And Shane I guess, Van Drail. I guess he's in Justified. He's also in Predators. Um, so he is going to be in the G.I. Joe movie. Gasp. He is going to play, I, th- I think it was Warden Nigel James, <laughs> who is a new character, which... I don't see him as a Nigel. <laughs> a little concerning. Um, the big question is, what about Cobra and Destro? Because we know... Um, <laughs> you think they're going to get Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Well, no, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not going to do it. Yeah, I so, I mean, are, are they going to recast Cobra or just not have Cobra? You, you, how can you have G.A. Joe without I think they'll Cobra? have recast it, and it'll probably be a different look to Cobra. I mean, he's maybe, got to... Maybe he'll not, be not wearing like, a mask for yeah, The Bane mask was not a good look for Cobra. <laughs> oh, that, that, yeah, it was so bad. And then um, Christopher Eccleston was Destro, which... I think the, was Is he good. out? He's not in it. Because no, oh, the, wow. the only people returning are Channing Tatum, Ray Parks, and... Ray Park and... Ray Park. Um, and I keep forgetting Storm his Shadow. name. The Storm Shadow guy. Huh. Those were the only, only three. Because we, we Even though Storm Shadow died, kind of. No, he didn't die. He's a ninja. He went ninja hibernating. Okay. He used his ninja magic. He's going to be back. I mean, I, well, they, they said he is back. No but, Scarlet, no Scarlet. Was it Rachel Nichols? Nichols, yeah. Yeah, because so, she, 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 like, really she tweeted like yeah. long ago. She's like, yeah, I haven't been asked back. And I thought it was like a budget thing. That the mayor like, well, we can't, re- you know, rehire these casts. The yeah, budget Marlon was, was Wayans cut. Is just asking for too much. You know, they they cut the budget down, but they're gonna have Bruce Willis. Maybe yeah. it's like maybe that's where the, all the budget went. <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember if they said who, what role or what. Maybe Bruce Willis is gonna be Cobra. <laughs> that would not work. I don't know. Bruce Willis will be gruff but likable. I will watch GI Joe too, but I don't know how it's gonna be. Um. Bruce Campbell, he talked about the Evil Dead. Um, I don't know if you can call it a sequel, remake. Because yeah, because <laughs> he's 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 not playing Ash. He's going right. to do something in there. But what he said is, we're not farting out a sequel. 
Okay. Oh, thanks, Bruce. Bruce. No, so that's that's good to hear, though. That, that means they're going to put some thought into. You ever it. see my name is Bruce? I, no, you, I, I have not seen it. It's really, that. really good. It's really. It's the funny. one where they think Bruce Willis is like, or Bruce, not Bruce Willis. Bruce Campbell is, a, is can save for town because yeah. they're using his character yes. with him. And he, so he plays himself. But he also plays himself, and he plays huh. himself like, and this so exaggerated, like he is such a jerk. Oh, wow. Like he's giving his dog whiskey out of a dog bowl, and then he realizes that he's out of whiskey, so he starts drinking it out oh of the dog goodness. bowl. It's so like he's charging people for autographs. He's such a scumbag. Chris Campbell from you know Xena days, Jack of all <laughs> trades. Jack of all. I watched that show. That was a good show. Half a season. Briscoe <laughs> County Junior. Briscoe County Junior was oh. classic. Of course. I have, well, how was Briscoe? I have Briscoe County on DVD. I think it's yeah, only, only one one set. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that show didn't last. It was too good, too beautiful for this world. It was on Friday nights. <laughs> Friday nights on it was Fox. Action, the action uh, pack, right? Oh it was, boy, it was, it was Western with with sci-fi. I, I know, but yeah, the, it was, was awesome. But they called it like the, the two, the one two punch. They had Wait, like, uh, what else was on? Uh, it was action. that they combined it with either Hercules or Xena. No, 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 because Briscoe, Briscoe County it wasn't was, crossover. I mean, like they had like on TV syndication. Br- Bris- no, but when Briscoe County came out, it was on Fox. I'm pretty sure it was on Fox. Friday sounds, night sounds like something they would do, but I don't know what was on after because I, I think Briscoe County was like the the first show of, of prime time, so <laughs> what, eight o'clock yeah. I guess out here. Yeah, eight o'clock on a Friday, that's going to get great ratings. <laughs> I think it was it was so well, seven o'clock for me in the Midwest, okay. which that was a hard part. I I did not watch all of them when they aired, and maybe that's why I got canceled. But <laughs> those shows were you, made for syndication. Your though. fault, yeah. So. All shot in Vancouver. So yeah, great. Anyway, show. Though, I mean, like, and to go back to my name is Bruce. It's all completely played for laughs. Like, it's not being like I thought it was a true story. At least, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is really funny. It's really well acted. It's really well written. Bruce Campbell is amazing in it. Yeah, so I I don't know how they're gonna do what you know the sequel. It's I I don't know. I mean, Evil Dead Two is essentially a remake of Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I mean, maybe they'll just keep that tradition alive. Yeah, but then Army of Darkness was. Proper Obviously, sequel. you know that was that was after a sequel to Evil Dead Two. Maybe they'll do the alternate ending for Army of Darkness, where he slept too long. Uh, that was a bummer. <laughs> sad. Um, there's a new trailer for Batman: Arkham City. That comes out. When's that come out? October. I'm I think forgetting. November. I thought it was, I have October 18th in my head. It's either late October or early November. I could be totally wrong. That's when all the games are coming uh, out. I'm not sure. This okay. year. So there's a, a new trailer with Mr. Freeze. Which was was cool. We won't go into the Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff. <laughs> but the other news that came out this week is it's going to have stereoscopic and anaglyphic 3D. Norman that Chan, means, tell us what that means. It just means uh, anaglyph means red and blue. So that's for your H, regular HD TVs, yes. and then the stereoscopic means using the shutter, the, sh- the shutter screen. So you have to have the a 3D TV. Camera. So yeah. it's going to be an uh, Nvidia 3D Vision. Yeah, it's nothing big. Yeah, they had that for the first game also. Oh, didn't they? Yeah. Then why are they making a big deal? <laughs> they made it like you got suckered into a press release. Well, I did. I, did I, I didn't post about it because though. it's a checkbox on the. On I the posted a trailer. <laughs> I, I did not talk about being in 3D because I don't have a 3D TV, so I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> red, red and blue is like that, or it's, actually, it's not red and blue. It's like purple and something. Or, I don't know. Cyan, magenta. <laughs> Uh, Sin City two filming this year? What? No, what? no, no way, no way. Say what? That's what they're kind of saying. So, um, Robert Rodriguez. What happened to Red Sonia? Here's a quote: <laughs> "We're still working on a script for Sin City two. I'm excited about that. I know a lot of people are always on the lookout for it. The time is finally coming. We've been telling everybody that we're going to shoot this year, 
So we actually have to shoot this year. <laughs> Thanks, no, Rob. That's not quote. how it works. No actors have been signed on yet. They want to. <laughs> they want to have everything written written out before they start. You know, wrangling. Like, hey, are you available? Hey, Mickey Rourke, you want to bury the hatchet with Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> so. Um, so DC, there's DC. What, what's their next hero movie? They're they're talking Hawkman. Um, well, they're, they're they're saying you know Flash is is, a, is the next possible one. Um, Warner Brothers. It sounded like it's not going to happen. I mean, not Warner Brothers. Green Lantern. You know, Green Lantern it, two. It sounded like they were pretty much set that yeah. they're not. Someone I I saw. Someone made a comment today, whether it was on Twitter or in a Comic Vine article, where they said that Warner Brothers did approve it. Hmm. So I don't know if if something went out today and I just missed it. Um, I don't know about Green Lantern. I mean, you know, yeah, they were the there was the one quote from the one head of Warner Brothers. He was not happy, you know, because <laughs> it, it didn't do well. It and, lost money <laughs> and a lot of money. That's <laughs> thing, you know, they they. They, they dropped the ball. And as much as I love Ryan Reynolds, you know, we all know he wasn't the best choice. They, he wasn't Hal Jordan. Let's just get him into the Deadpool movie and then every, then the world will... Like, or Wally West. <laughs> God is in his heaven, all's right with the world. <laughs> and I, I told Norm about this yesterday. My, my daughter, um, she's recently got into Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Nice. Um, Adorable. Like, like she, 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 at, at a garage sale, she got some like novels based on a TV show. <laughs> and then I, I showed her... Uh, a YouTube clip of the the Archie's cartoon because you know she she kind of likes Archie she doesn't really read Archie but every once in a while I'll I'll get her an Archie comic and so I, I, was, I was like Sabrina comes from the Archie universe and so she was kind of surprised and then in, in the cartoon boy man Sabrina's cat was such a dick <laughs> <laughs> like you know because you know Jughead has his dog hot dog and that cat was like doing all this mean stuff to dogs so she didn't really like that so much but that's not really the, and and her her aunts I don't know if you guys watch the show aunts yeah her aunts. Um, you know, they're in, in the cartoon, they were like, they look like actual witches. I mean, they weren't green witches, but they were like kind of not look good looking really? <laughs> witches, which is not how they were in a TV, TV show. show is, uh, right. what's her name from Melissa uh, Joan? No, Hart? no, well, no Sabrina, no, no, Sabrina, <laughs> but like the, the mother one was one of them was the, the, the mother lover. Lady. Oh, right, right. From uh, American Pie. No, yeah. no, no. From the oh. SNL sketch. Oh, and then one of them was the Caroline Rea, maybe. Yeah, I think it was uh, who like who did uh, replace Rose O'Donnell on the talk show. I just know pop culture stuff out of random things, <laughs> but some things and other things you have yeah. never heard of. Yeah. So you watch Sabrina? I think it was on ninety nine. Easy. Totally either watch Sabrina when I was a kid. Nice, like middle school. Oh, man, see, I didn't watch it because I think like it, it was either nine. It was no, it was ABC. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was either nine, it was ninety-four or ninety-six. But the point is, why are we talking about Sabrina? <laughs> it was 1996. Okay. I was because in middle welcome school. Welcome to the Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh, cast. That's crazy. <laughs> so that's crazy. You were in middle school. I was like well out of high school. In 96? What the hell was I doing? I think I was still in elementary Oh, I'm school. sorry. The two aunts were definitely not those people. I'm really? Different things. Yeah, I was still well, in elementary Well, maybe you're looking school. around. Maybe they changed it. From oh, you other. know what? Maybe I think there was a movie. TV there movie. Was a, no, that's a, there was a TV movie, and which then, my daughter watched. I was in sixth grade. And then they <laughs> changed from a TV movie to the... Or, the uh, the TV series now they kept Melissa Joan Hart but they replaced the other actresses and yeah and some of the actors and so it was Carolyn Rea as one of them and then the other uh, aunt was the one from uh, I don't know well she wasn't lost okay boom whatever fact checking kills podcasts <laughs> uh, so anyways the point of all this is in the the TV movie which took place before the TV show Ryan Reynolds was in it gasp and it. <laughs> His hair was so bad, because so because I, I was I was working and then so my wife was 
she was reading while my daughter was watching. And then she called me in. She's like, look who it is. And then <laughs> we were like, like kind of blown. So I go to my daughter, like, you know who that is? She's like, no. I was like, that's Hal Jordan. Because, you know, she saw the Green Lantern trailer a million times. And, and she's like, his hair is all, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was like kind of long, you know, and it's, it's kind of blonde, like the highlights and he will always be my Wade Wilson. Do a you could do like a Google search like Ryan Reynolds, Sabrina, and you'll see him like in a tracksuit or something like that running. Jeez. <laughs> so Ryan, I did not know that Ryan Reynolds was in Sabrina. I thought his first thing was um, two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. It's the inglorious start. Like so many of these huge actors have these terrible starts. Like Clint Eastwood was in Revenge of the Creature from the Black Lagoon, which was on Mystery Science Theater. That was his first wow. role. He was an extra. Mm. <laughs> he was a scientist. Um, George Clooney was in Return of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> Harrison Ford was a carpenter. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so was, first so was Jesus. Though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, the, the whole the point. So, DC needs to figure out what the next movie is. They <laughs> they because you know after Batman, after Batman, there's after there's Superman, nothing. after you know, Harry Potter is all done. Mm-hmm. They have no big movies. Speaking of Superman, their official plot synopsis came out. Yeah, and it could not be more vague. Yeah. Oh, but well, there, no, it also... actually it does. It, it is a little revealing because. In the plot synopsis, it says it's his um, coming of age, like he's a man in his 20s. Right, it sounds like Birthright. It does sound like Birthright, which is what we thought. But But if you look at that still, Henry Cavill does not look like he's 20-something. No. Which is great. Also, how do you do Birthright without Lex Luthor? Because aren't they losing their rights to Lex Luthor? We don't. I don't know. (laughs) But there there was an image that came out of, like, some tombstones. And there was a character's name. (gasps) Someone's dying. I think that's, that's appropriate. Who lives? Who dies? Yeah, I won't spoil it. You look it up if you want. Um, the other thing people were talking about that is there's um, pictures of Amy Adams on set, and she has her natural red hair. Mm. So people were like, is Lois Lane going to be? Oh, good. Something for so, fanboys so to rage th- at. That's the thing is, <laughs> do you, I don't know. I mean, those pictures just look like her just hanging out there. I don't think she necessarily was filming at the time. She could be, I mean, because mo- most, it seems like most of the stuff they're doing now there, there's like some tornado scene, you know, because we've seen images of smash buildings and cars and stuff like that. I'm assuming it's, I think that's what everyone has said. It's not like a superhero battle or anything like that. And then, you know, we know there's some Smallville stuff. So whether the damage stuff is supposed to be Smallville. So it sounds like they're filming mainly that stuff, that they may not be filming Lois Lane part. So maybe she just visited a set, someone took some pictures, and they're like, look, Lois Lane's a redhead. I think she's going to dye her hair or, or wig or something. Because I... I not that it's a big deal, but I don't I don't see how they can make her redhead, especially when you got Lana, who's probably you know not going to be in a movie. But yeah. I don't think you can have a redhead Lois. I think that's too much. People are going to freak out. I don't. <laughs> People really are going to freak out regardless. <laughs> so, anyways, there is another movie rumor. They're talking about maybe doing Superman Batman. Yeah. Again, no. we're still talking about that. You mean after the Dark Knight stuff? Yeah. Well, they, they can't do it now. I mean, there's right. the poster for <laughs> I Am Legend. They're, they're, they're filming. They're filming. You Bring know. back Wolfgang and Peterson. <laughs> yeah, cause, well, actually, Superman and Batman was supposed to be out 2012, according to oh, I Am I Legend. Am, yes. I Am Legend. They had the the big banner. They in could there. fast track it. Yeah. <laughs> like so I, I think their their dream, and I, this is obviously pure speculation and rumors and whatever stuff. But you know, they want to get Henry Cavill. They they could probably get him to do it. And they're like, you know, maybe we can get. Christian Bale. They no way. There's no way. Because no Christian Bale has said, "I will only do another Batman movie if Christopher Nolan is on it." And Christopher Nolan will never do a Superman Batman movie. Well, he's producing Superman. You never know. Just because he's producing it doesn't mean it's going to be in his universe. The, the tones are so different. Yeah. The tones are very. And well, we don't know what the tone of Superman is. You can kind of tell by this, the image. It's going to be Zack Snyder, like not realistic, <laughs> which is great. Great. It's going to be the 300. Oh, speaking of Zack Snyder, 
Oh boy. I okay. I did not see Sucker Punch. I saw 15 minutes of it. I didn't the, either. The lead actress, the the blonde and yeah. the schoolgirl outfit, yeah. whatever. The, you know, Baby doll. Yeah. You know what other movie she was in? Uh, Shark Girl. No, uh, no Shark Boy. I don't, uh, I don't not know. The Ro- Spy Kids. No. no. Um, she was in Lemony Snicket. Oh, she was a kid. I knew it was a kid oh, movie. God. Totally. I had no movie. idea because my, da- <laughs> my, my daughter loves that movie. She loves that movie. She, we, we read all the books together. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like this. I like this. She's the, really the young, books. right? Yeah, but oh. originally it was supposed to be Amanda Siegfried in that role, mm. but then she had the bow out because of um, scheduling conflicts. But so I had I had no idea that was her because her hair is dyed or whatever, and she's older, and it's pretty 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 weird. My my daughter's um weird, weird thing is because uh, I don't know if you guys saw Lemony Snickets, but the the baby in the movie, Sunny the baby, um she's actually one year older than my daughter, yeah, and she's like what because you know she she's seen a movie probably like. At least four or five times, if not oh, more. Wow. And and you know the the, the baby's a baby, so that's the <laughs> mind boggling. But yeah, I had no idea that Sucker Punch Girl that's was was kind of weird. Violet Breaking Bulger. news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those of you who knew that, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Superman, Batman. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't see no, it, it, not anytime soon. It would be cool. It's almost inevitable. I mean, but, it has to happen at some point. But then you know, I think at that point, because that, that's the thing. DC, do you guys think DC should tie their, their franchises, their characters I don't think together? I they need to. I think they, they do need to. I think they need really? to see how the Avengers movie does. And the well, Avengers movie, but that was like five years in the making. But I'm saying like if that flops, then they know that they, but, that they shouldn't do it. But if it does really well, then why not? Why not have like a five-year project where they have all these movies and then bring them all together? Yeah, you can do – I mean they want to they make a Flash movie. Have it set you – know, they don't have to have any direct time, but have it set in there so they have the possibility – if, so they can do that because like Green Lantern, you know, if if it was tied in the universe, they they could bring him back somehow. They or at least they don't have to re, you know reset everything up. And you know, I said I think that's what helped Thor, and you know maybe even helped Captain. You know, everyone knows it's part of this bigger picture. You know, people saw Iron Man, they liked them, they liked Iron Man one and two, even though you know whatever. We're not going to talk about issues with that. But I think having all these movies in the same, you know, leading to the Avengers, the same universe, people think, oh, this is cool. This is this really big thing. And then you got Batman over here. You're going to have Superman over here. You're going to have Flash over there. You got Green Lantern. So it's like everything's separate. And at the beginning, um, Diane Nelson, the head of DC Entertainment, she's like, no, we want all our movies to be, you know, stand on their own. They're strong enough characters and all that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think that's, that's hurting them. And then, you know, now there's this rumor about Superman and Batman. And there are still rumors about maybe you know doing a justice league movie so i i think if you have these in the same universe and not necessarily that you have to have the same actors because you can recast batman yeah that's fine you know they're, well, they're, they're gonna, gonna have george to. miller i mean yeah well see that that's they're new at the same time that's kind of weird yeah but well, it, i mean at the end of this batman trilogy it's okay to redo batman and maybe maybe uh people be ready for a more you know sex snyder-ish take on batman like more frank miller-ish maybe like yeah. just something not set Adam in the real world. Yeah. Which would be cool. It'd be Adam West. <laughs> Adam Wee. Yeah, you, what people don't realize is the Silver Age was very goofy. Goof-tastic. Which is why Adam West, <laughs> that one was perfect yeah. for Silver Age. But people yeah. were like, like, oh, that can't have that. <laughs> so I, I think the DC movies, they should have a cinematic universe. And again, it doesn't have to be like shoved in your face like where they have to actually be there. But just acknowledge that it's, it is the same world. 
you know, here's a Daily Planet paper, you know, here's a picture of, you know, Henry Cavill or, you know, just something. They do own all their properties. I, I recently yeah. saw Thor, and I, I agree. I think it, I saw it while I was on vacation. Yeah, I think that the whole shared universe thing did help that movie. I think that even though I saw it coming and I knew it was happening, the whole Clint Barton thing was awesome. Uh, yeah, but and also because you know they, at the end of Iron Man two, they tease right Thor, and I, I think that you know I I, I like the Thor movie. I I liked it better than Green Lantern. <laughs> um, and I but 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 I, I think <laughs> having them all in the same universe helps them. Yeah, and it gives yeah, them something cool to do in the post-credits. Yeah. I mean, in the post-credits of Captain America, you see, like, Iron Man or Tony Stark pat Thor on the shoulder and say, like, hey, nice swing. And that was so cool. That gave me such, like, delightful kitty shivers. It was awesome. I felt like a kid again. I was like, ah, they're up there on the same team. <laughs> Blade Runner. <laughs> Ridley Scott, after he does Prometheus. Bringing me down. So, he, so his... not directly comic book related, but they yep. did do a, an adaption of Do Androids Dream of Electronics? So oh, that's, that's, why, yep. that's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Way so, to justify. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, you know, we have a site about movies. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Ridley Scott, he's going to direct. Um, they said don't expect it before 2014. Jeez. Might not be a prequel. Might, might not be a yeah. remake. Might not be a sequel. It'll yeah. be don't know. Blade Runner. I mean, originally Prometheus was supposed it. to be an alien prequel until Dave Lindelof said, "Hey, let's use something." They, they wanted related. They wanted to stand as separately as possible, so you don't have to have seen the other one. Um, Harrison Ford, probably not. <laughs> Considering the fact they hated each other, I don't think he's going so, to be so, back. So not not likely that, that he's going to be there. Um, let's see, Dark Tower. I keep bringing this up. Jeez. It's not necessarily dead. Oh, cripes. No, that's good. I just want closure. Like, I just want it to be one way or the other. <laughs> um, basically, R- Ron Howard is seeking outside financing. Of course he is. Because, you know, it's super expensive to do a trilogy and a TV show. And, and two TV shows. And yeah, it's... But yeah, so. Uh, He's got ambition. I will give him that. Um, I always give him that. <laughs> the, the the only question is the dude, uh, Javier something? Bardem. Bardem. So he was the one that tie- it was attached to be playing Roland. The only thing is they're not sure if he's still going to be able to do it. <laughs> so he ain't getting any younger. Well, and because, and you know, who knows when they... He's kind of a big deal now. Yeah. Maybe this is Viggo Mortensen's chance because I want to see him as Roland. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll see. Um, the Wolverine. It begins shooting in Vancouver this November. Uh, th- like November through March is what they're saying. Wow. So I wonder if we can expect a lot of spy footage. Aren't they going to... I thought they're filming in Japan. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought that was part of the thing why um what's what's the dude's name? Yeah. He yeah. was he was yeah. having he fam- family, family issues, issues, you know, with the kids. With and Weiss, and so he's like, I can't be in Japan away from my family. Doesn't mean they can't still be planning on shooting yeah. Japan. Yeah, maybe they're just doing that now. Maybe they're mm-hmm. doing like principal. It is cheap to shoot in Vancouver. Yeah. So I hear. So James Man recently. James Mangold is directing, who then he did three ten to Yuma. Oh, okay. And um um uh, what was the other one? Uh, night and day. Oh, that's less oh, good. Oh, yeah. Think, don't I think crap. I could. I what? think can two different movies. That movie flopped too. I don't know why that would have gotten him I enough not, like, cred. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. James Mangold did Walk the Line. Okay. Did he also did he do, do Night, Night and Day? Day? He did do Night and Day. Okay. Uh. I thought. It was. So, we'll, I, I we'll see, and we'll see if that Frank Sinatra character is in there. The the Japanese lounge singer guy calling himself Frank Sinatra. Because remember all all those um. Uh, what, what do they call it? The, 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 the when they need actors' roles and the, the, the casting calls. That's oh. it. So a casting call supposedly was was leaked out. They had listed all these characters, and it was all like in Japan. And then Fox basically told everyone, "You need to take that down. That's our property." 
weird. So it's like, okay, we'll pull it. <laughs> Everyone already read it. Everyone knows about it. So there's that. Um, did you guys see the DC Comics commercial? Two minute commercial for New Fifty Two. Yeah, there's a thirty. Ooh. Well, there's a thirty second commercial that um, LA Times Hero Complex posted. Then I think it was like the next day or day, day or two, they released an, DC released an extended two minute commercial. Uh, I don't remember if there's any real text in it. I mean, it's it's basic music playing, and then you know you're seeing image. It's it's like motion comics. Which it kind of sounds like what Marvel did for Civil War. I kind of I I don't mind motion comics. I know people don't really like them, but it was interesting that they did that because Dan DeDio, when Sarah interviewed him at San Diego, he said he doesn't like motion comics. But then they use basically motion comics in the commercial because you know they they show like I think what he meant was he doesn't like the idea of like repurposing old comics because they have DC does all the original stuff yeah but, but they but they they've done motion comics they did the Batman Black and White yeah. they did like like just because he doesn't like, like six them roles doesn't mean and, he doesn't see the use <laughs> but yeah so that's what the commercial basically is so you get to see different art you know there's some moving some lighting effect and it's it's kind of neat then they show a bunch of covers and Joey does a better job of course <laughs> I was just talking to Joey today he's like. Remember when he used to do three minute three minute experts? So he doesn't get to do any After Effects anymore. He's like, yeah. someday we'll do maybe. I don't know. Oh, Whiskey Media's Joey. Um, <laughs> Joey. So um, other thing I guess we should mention. Actually, no, I'll come to that in just a second. So the commercial is out. I don't know where it's going to air. I don't know if, if maybe the the LA Times article said it. I didn't read it all because I don't read everything. Um. <laughs> but clearly, go, it, it, it should should be. There's too much to read. It should be. It should play in movie theaters. You know, if if there's a superhero, if you're like like Harry Potter, anything any superhero any, movies. Well, yeah, there's nothing else coming out this it's year. Too late. But if, if there's anything genre related, you know, like something like that, where you know, you, you they should throw it in there. I don't see why TV. Not. Um, DC doesn't or Warner Brothers doesn't have anything out. I mean, like if Smallville was still airing, they should air it during that. Yeah. Um, it, or actually, no, what they should do is also is, is like when they do, you know, Batman Brave and the Bold or Young Justice or even Thundercat, you know, any of the Cartoon Network, they should show it on there. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. People don't don't realize. And even my wife made this conclusion. You know, she's tries to keep herself as removed from comics and industry as possible. But she's like, you know, people that watch all this stuff, they probably don't even know that they're making comics. You know, yeah. people go see the superhero movies. They don't know that you can actually read you know, the adventures that they're still, you know, uh, who, I think it was Judd Winnick when he came in and, you know, he was working on a script on a plane and then, you know, guy sitting next to him was kind of looking over it and he's like, I, I'm, I'm writing Batman. And the guy was like, they what? still, they still make comics. Batman? Yeah. Movie. Jeez. You know, you know he, he <laughs> yeah, was, know. he, yeah, yeah. he didn't know that they, they, they were still making Batman comics. So they need to get that out there. You know, to, to put a commercial online for us to see we don't need to see it we know that they're relaunching everything in september dc kind of has a bad habit of preaching to the choir <laughs> that's a, but marvel does the same thing marvel yeah they, they the industry um, now. like a couple week, week or two ago they, they put out incredible hulks or incredible hulk trailer um they had spider-man big time they they had some you know they, they put out these trailers that they that marvel puts on their site they'll send to us so we can put up we don't need to see this because we know that they should be Marvel should have, you know, they, they have Disney XD. They should be throwing comic book commercials on there. They got the Avengers cartoon. It is really strange that like the comic book industry kind of still seems like they're still trying to pander to their most vocal that's fans. Just, it's and that's you not need to a reach good, other like, people. Those people are already buying comics. Anytime you release a DVD, slap it on there. Yeah. You need and, a new audience. It's, it's, and hopefully now that, that Disney owns Marvel, you can start putting all that stuff out there. You know, Warner Brothers owns DC. 
it just makes sense that they should be you know shoving this in the face of non-comic book reading people so they can say hey maybe i should check this out for my kid or myself or something but warren ellis commented on the new 52 my favorite writer here is his quote i don't i'm not gonna do an impression because i don't know how he talks British accent. <laughs> I'm not going to do British, British accent. British and whoa. My, my British accent is uh, absurd. Um, the new DC comic stuff looks so much like stuff I would never read ah! that it oddly fills me with hope that they are targeting the core audience they want. Wow. This is why I love him. <laughs> if a 43-year-old man... Is he 43 years old? Yeah. I thought he was yeah. older than that. He is no, shockingly young. No, no. Okay. You're thinking of Alan Moore. Maybe. But, if a 43-year-old man looks at most of his promo stuff and goes, meh, then that's very probably a good sign for them. Best of luck to Dan D, Jim L, et al. for the imminent relaunch. Hmm. Sounds like he's not going to work with them soon. <laughs> well, he still he still does stuff for Marvel, and he still yeah, does he's his doing own stuff. Or, I don't actually. I don't he know doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. But he did a great run. He had a great. He had like three arcs. That's Except longer than the, he usually sticks he had around. Like three concurrent arcs, almost. Yeah. So, he doesn't usually stick around that long, though. So I think that was neat. I still understand all the. Uh, hubbub over you know people getting upset over the dc stuff it's the I mean, internet <laughs> I, I for or, i mean for one thing the comics aren't out yet so i don't think you can really complain because yeah there are some big changes happening like you know superman and lois aren't married so what who cares they you know how you know how people love to say first in comment threads i don't mm-hmm. understand it myself but people love to do it people want to be the first to say like see i was the first one who said this wasn't going to work and for some reason, it doesn't work the other way, where people want to be the first to say that it was going to work. It's people, just this people, weird, like, negativity, where, like, people want to be the first to hate something. People also do that. So, like, when the <laughs> the, the Batman, the, the Mr. Freeze Arkham City trailer went out, I think it, it reached my inbox, like, at 4 in the morning or something like that. And then it was, like, closer to 5 when I saw it, had to download it, had to upload it to our site, wait for it to render and all that stuff like that. So... Um, because I was not up at 4 a.m. or 3.30 <laughs> whatever it was, but I, you know, shortly after that, someone had loaded up to YouTube. Great. <laughs> so then someone on our site posted it in the forums. Great. And then I posted on our video player because you know, people need to see it. Right. And then someone comments, like, you know, they sent a link saying this was already up. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad you're excited. I'm loading it onto our player to make sure everyone can see it. And that's just what we do. And and you know that happens sometimes when you know, a preview image, you know, a Marvel teaser or something comes out, and you know someone posts in the boards. Like the boards and the news page are, are two separate things. And but the people who are in the boards don't see them as separate things. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm what I'm finding, um, I, and I don't know how much of this I should talk about. But I mean, I, our, our our news views are increasing, which is great, you know, because traffic is increasing all the time. I mean, that's what we want to do. But what I'm noticing is while our our news page views are increasing. When you look at the the news the, the the forums page where you can see the views of the forums, those are actually like it seems like they're decreasing. So like an article that I post and like one of my off my minds will get have a lot of views on a news page, but then when I look on, on the message boards, they don't have a lot. So that means people are reading it through the news page. Which, I mean, the, which, the majority of people, and I think this is how sort of websites have worked almost since the beginning. Like you know, we get X number of views a day, but the actual like number of members who post consistently in the forum is much much lower and i think that's sort of this illusion that people have is that everyone who posts in the forum are all the users oh, no, of yeah. the site but yeah. it's not that at all it's like a quarter maybe yeah you look at a forum <laughs> post that maybe has a, a couple hundred Even, views yeah but then we'll have like thousands and thousands you know 
possibly tens of thousands, you know, of views on, on a news page. And, and you know, th- th- we have different audiences, different types of audiences. You know, we have right. people that will just go to the news page. We have people just go to the forum, people that just go to the wiki. So, you know, we, we have all different and, – and but, I, mean, it's, I love them all. It's the, the problem is, like, people start to think, like, this is how it really is. But it's like, no, it's really just a couple, the couple of hundred people who post on the forums. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and that, that's great. I love it when people post stuff in the forums. Right oh, sure. Because, you, know, you know, if, if something breaks – we want that out. We want people, you know, we, because for, for them, you know, they want to talk about it. They need to, you know, that's why they come there. That, that's great that they have that place. But when we're posting in the news, you know, we're, we're posting it for maybe a different group of people. Exactly. And we don't have time to wake up at 4 a.m. and start well, posting I, I, stuff. I, I, I try. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, not saying you're, yeah. I'm not saying you should be held accountable for that because it's yeah. insane. You have to sleep at some point. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it happens a lot of times where people are like, this was already up. It's like, great. But people seem to forget that you do this for a living. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like I, it's my obligation. It's like I have to do this. <laughs> anyways, anyway, enough of that. Uh, uh, so speaking of Marvel teasers, so they they have a, a they have basically two sets. It's like they're they're kind of doing a lot. They had a bunch of X Men teasers that kind of went unnoticed because they had like an X Men one, and like there's one where like Emma was on a team. They show Emma, everyone else is shadowed out. So now I'm thinking, okay, next day they're going to show the next person, but then they they didn't. They show a different teaser, and I mean, there's one with like just Rogue in it. There's one with just Jubilee. There's one with Sebastian Shaw. That was like the the Hope, um, Generation Hope one, which is kind of weird. So we're getting all these di- these different ones, but they're not completing the ones they're, they're, that they're releasing. They're re- I think there's like maybe four or five different ones with shadowed people. So today, Friday, they released one for Uncanny X Force. <gasps> did you see this, Corey? Gasp! I, I did not. Saw. Okay, so the shadowed people. I think we Three of them are pretty easy to tell. Looks like <laughs> I mean, Psylocke is kind of questionable, but it looks like her yeah, sash. It's thing. a girl, maybe some, sash some, some swords. With swords, like they have Psylocke. Uh, there's a bunch of guns. Deadpool. There's a guy right. with two samurai swords in his back and holding guns. Mm-hmm. And then there's another guy with a, like a trench coat right. with you know Phantom X. So those are the, the blacked out shadow people. Yes. And then one character on the bottom. <gasps> On all, like all fours, crawling in the night. <gasps> I think that's all you can say about that. No, it's if people see the teaser. Oh, okay, well, yeah, it was Nightcrawler, <laughs> but it's not. It's not Nightcrawler. Age of Apocalypse Nightcrawler because he's got the, the the red crimson dawn yep. stuff. I was Which gonna I, say yeah because that doesn't that wouldn't make sense. I would not see six one six Nightcrawler on X Force. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm thinking about this. It's like. I'm trying to remember back to Nightcrawler in Age of Apocalypse because I, I haven't I haven't reread Age of Apocalypse since it came out. It's like, did he have the Crimson Dawn stuff before? Because you know, I, I so I saw a couple comments were like, oh, that's not Age of Apocalypse because he's got Crimson Dawn. But then I looked back at issue twelve, and he does have it on there. So I don't I don't I I'm not up to date on my Age of Apocalypse Nightcrawler. I think it'd be cool since Wolverine's getting his own X team. Like, bring back Age of Apocalypse Sabretooth too while you're at it. Like, but the weird <laughs> thing is. Everyone was kind of speculating: Is Jean Grey gonna right. come over? You know, that was a perfect opportunity to bring her back without reviving her, but they bring Nightcrawler instead. That's so, cool. It's very interesting. I could, I could see that. And the question is: Is that going to be the whole team? Is it just going to be the four of them? Because you know, Wolverine's going to have his X Men, but it's not like Wolverine can't have an X Men and an X Force team and be yeah. in, in Avengers. Where's Angel? And where's Angel? What's yeah. going to happen to Angel? Where's Angel. So I don't know. So there, there's that. And then, um, where's Deathlock? Is uh, Rick Remender still going to be writing that? Yes, I believe okay. his, his name was on yeah, In that he, case, he I'm be. excited. <laughs> um, Darth Deathlock's in the, the X Cavern. 
okay. Also, isn't he on Thunderbolt? He's, he's watching the, he, watching the he's, he's, he's like the Alfred the world. robotic Jarvis. He, he has to stay there. Um, the other other teasers they've been put out is Shattered Heroes. So people are like, oh, another event. The thing is, people are buying events. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're selling. And, you know, we already talked about how we have these separate mini events and you don't have to read them out. So something's going to happen. It sound, sounds like it's like the aftermath of fear itself. You know, stuff's everything. People don't look happy. <laughs> the but Age of Heroes is over. The, the teaser <laughs> for today age. shows that it's not just heroes getting shattered. <gasps> some, some device thing is kind of busted. Shattering villains. Yeah. Actually, I think we kind of touched a little bit on this earlier. So I won't go into it again. Um, let's see. The last thing is not really, I shouldn't end with this. It's not really comic related. Um, back to the future. Wait, what? Uh, oh, yeah, no, there's one thing. Okay. So, so <laughs> uh, yeah. we'll, we'll end with that. Okay. This is good. So back to the future. There was an actual back to the future comic based oh, on, a, on a cartoon. It, based on the cartoon. <laughs> with the kids, Jules yeah. and Vern. Yeah. So, on their magical um, train. Um, <laughs> I this, hate every part in of the this. future. A oh, far future. Oh god. Sounds uh, like the worst magic school bus episode ever. So the big question came out it's like what's the story between Marty and Doc Brown? Uh, how did they hook up? You know what, what how what's did they the, meet? Uh, also, yeah, what's that? I mean Marty. so the word word is out. It's official. Um the relationship background straight from producer co-writer Bob Gale. So they're not going to do like a book or comic or prequel or anything but <laughs> just he, having a basically, basically I, I don't i i i, I again because i don't read everything i don't know where he said this if he's just at a dinner party and he's like oh by the way maybe it's the telltale games point and click adventure could be that would make sense um <laughs> so here's a quote from him for years marty was told that doc brown was dangerous a crackpot a lunatic so being a red-blooded american teenage boy aged 13 or 14 he decided to find out just why this guy was so dangerous Marty snuck into Doc's lab and was fascinated by all the cool stuff that was there. When Doc found him there, he was delighted to find that Marty thought he was cool and accepted him for what he was. Both of them were the black sheep in their respective environments. Doc gave Marty a part-time job to help with experiments, tend to the lab, tend to the dog, etc. And that's the origin of their relationship. So nothing interesting is the short version of that. <laughs> but, but now you can... Watch the movies and and understand. That's complete, complete boilerplate. <laughs> All right. Then the last thing we'll talk about is the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance trailer. Yeah, teaser dog. trailer. Teaser trailer. I guess they show enough stuff. Yeah, they show so, actual footage from the movie. So Ghost Rider. I now nah, I still still have not seen the first Ghost Rider. Maybe you don't. You don't. Ghost, maybe just Ghost Rider looks kind of mad. He's actually that's not the same. Is there another Ghost Rider in this movie? Yeah. Is it no, someone goes? Is it's no, it's him? Just the one goes. I don't know if yeah. someone else is getting this isn't power. Vengeance or anything yeah. like that. So, um, but he's he's kind of pissed off. He's like, I would be too if I was in that last movie. Chaining <laughs> people up and heating them up and yeah, people are actually being attacked. Pu- puking isn't... fire. He's he's getting shot. He's like having an Uzi unloaded in his face and then shooting flaming bullets out of his mouth. <laughs> and then, which we shouldn't spoil it, I guess. What he's been out there. I mean, well, people can watch. I mean, I, th- I think if, if people, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, go to our video page it and end, watch the trailer. W- when the trailer ends, you will be reminded that this is from the directors of Crank Two High Voltage. So they show us an ability <laughs> that Ghost Rider has 
that has never been seen in the comics, probably for good reason. Never been touched on, but really. It Not is, even in the Garth Ennis book. It is. <laughs> you have to see it. And that is the Comic Vine Podcast. Woohoo! There is no live show this week. Boo. No happy hour show. Um, Giant Bomb is doing a... Uh, they're celebrating Super Nintendo's birthday. Yay. What year is it? 20th. 20th. 20th anniversary. 1991, August 23rd. Wow. when it came out. Wow. So, in North America. So it's Sunday, yeah. Also my birthday. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Norm. Not today. Oh. <laughs> so that's the Comic well, Grind Podcast. I it. <laughs> we will be back next week. Sarah will be back. Um, she's not going to listen to this podcast. Nope. So we, we should we go on a Sarah rant session? No. <laughs> What's up with Sarah, huh? <laughs> Where's Sarah at? She sure is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll all be back. Um, Norm will maybe be back. Maybe. Uh, no, I'm, I'm gone next week because I'm at PAX. Oh, see, you're uh, not going to be back. Okay. Mr. Big Pants. I'll be back. I'll be here. Corey I'll will be here. be here. Probably be here. Woo-hoo. See my pants? Pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. Thank you for listening. Um, check out the news. Uh, this weekend, we'll have awesome art picks. We'll have um, awesome toy picks. And uh, possibly a video on Monday. So thank you for listening. Woohoo. Watch that trailer. <laughs>